Welcome to Potosaurus. I am your host this episode, Fangirl, and with me today is Kyo. Hi. Ken. Hello. And Timber. Hello. How are you guys doing? You know. How was your weekend? Uh, uneventful. I was by myself most of the weekend. Oh no. Girlfriend had a 24-hour shift on 4th of July. Oof. That's, that's always a... F- I feel like the rookie doctors, like, not that she's a rookie doctor, but, like, it's not fair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, everyone has to take their holidays. I mean, that's how it is. But, like, mm-hmm. a 24-hour on, like, that that day of all days is, I don't know, like, any holiday sucks. But, I mean, it, it's better than her previous month of having to work overnight shifts. So, she's back mm-hmm. to days now. Well, that's good. Very tired. Yeah. <laughs> Very tired. That's, that's my feel as well. I'm... <laughs> My my Fourth of July weekend was uh, a lot of of streaming and changes to the way that I was making my content. So hey, you did six days in a row. Buddy. Six days in a row. Yeah, I don't think I've ever done that. I don't think I've ever done a string that long in my history did, on Twitch. Um, I did like a month and a half in a row, and then I'm just like, I'm not doing this ever again. <laughs> yeah, you need a break. It was just like, it did was... it, did you have to put up with um, celebrate celebratory fireworks? Yeah, the, I had a deal with Ugh. that on my side, at least. Ugh. I heard him a little bit, um, but for the most part, by the time I went upstairs after being like, okay, I'm going to go and look at the fireworks real quick, r- real quick, guys, and then just ran up, and it's like, oh, they're, they're over. <laughs> there was <laughs> like just two, somebody had like three fireworks to their name and fired them off, and that was it. Oh, see, I would have much preferred that because I was in an area where, you know, we're in... A pandemic and money is short, but apparently we have a thousand dollars to spend on fireworks. Oh yeah, Hawaii's a war zone during New Year's Eve and Fourth of July. So, so the city I live in, um, the state legalized fireworks, I think, two years ago. But the city I live in put an ordinance on it because the first year it was legalized, everybody just went insane. Well, clearly nobody is paying attention to that ordinance because between the stagnant, humid air and all of the fireworks, the morning of July 5th, the city and I live in, in the middle of Iowa, had the worst air quality in the country. Nice. It's an accomplishment for us. All right. It usually sucks, so I mean, why not be a little bit worse? (laughs) I mean, you're not wrong. How about you, Ken? I did yeah. nothing special for Fourth of July. I just looked at the top of the ceiling and tried to go to sleep in the middle of a war zone with people popping fireworks at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> that sounds about right. So the thing is, fireworks is illegal in the state of Hawaii. So I don't know how in the hell these people are just popping like crazy. I'm imagining think... something like one of those Looney Tunes cartoons where you're like sitting with your sleeping cap on and you're like ready to sleep and then there's just like suddenly a firecracker right outside of your window and you like fall out of bed. Well, you know, the thing is I also went when I had to do my job when I was working at the airport, I would have to wake up at five o'clock in the morning to make my first calls and I 
I hated New Year's Eve because my my neighbor would pop aerials till four o'clock in the morning. Why? Because he can. Because he goes, I'm a U.S. veteran and I serve my country and I want to do my freedom, all all that lovely stuff. So the thing is, he pops it every 20 to 30 minutes. Not consistently, but every 20 to 30 minutes. So I would just try to fall asleep and I hear Ariel go, pop. So he's taking his his freedom to an ultimate limit and taking his sweet time between those. Yeah, so. Ariels? Like bottle rockets? Yeah, bottle rockets. Okay, I was like, "What is an aerial?" Yeah, so like that 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 was fun trying to go to work with like literally only an hour's worth of sleep, <laughs> and try to say, "Oh, welcome to the country. Are you Mister Sato?" Yeah, that's that was. Don't fun. be doxing your your your. Uh, <laughs> I would say your patients, your clients, but I mean that's the most generic name in the world. Yeah. So what have you guys been playing? Um, I'm still playing a little bit of Xenoblade off and on. I finished all of it. I think it's happened in between episodes. I finished all of it, including the epilogue. A little disappointed with that. It was it was fine. I'm just like So is the epilogue um different than it was uh so, in the original game or something? So or was what there it not is, an epilogue? Is, um, it's called Future Connected. It's a new scenario that takes place one year after the end of the main game. And it follows, like, uh, Shulk and another character. Um, but okay. honestly, most of the story is completely inconsequential. Like, they have, um, I don't know if you've seen, they have a thing in the main game called Heart to Hearts, which, like, two characters will sit there and have, like, a heart-to-heart conversation and talk to each other. They replaced it in this game with... I haven't seen that um, yet. Oh, well, it's, like, it's something you'll unlock. As your affinity with, between characters goes up, like, it can go from, like, I think it's, like, like you know white or like yellow circle smile like face with like a line for it because it's not happy all the way up to like a heart with a smiley face like there's like yeah the more you do things the more hearts your characters will get like if you encourage each other during battle if you do things do side quests and they're together it will raise your affinity with them and the highest yeah. higher it goes the more of these you unlock well now the, here's oh go ahead go ahead no i was gonna say can you do you like lock yourself out of side quests because i have a tally going and then i just kept getting them like i would see characters with exclamation points and i was like oh okay you know and like yeah accept 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 so i want to do all the side quests i want to say there's a handful of them that um if you do one then you can't do another one because it's like either you know you told this one character oh you should do that or you shouldn't and like the next one that you could do that's related to that either will be this or that so you can't do every single side quest because there's some that you can only do this or that um okay because I accidentally couple... like stumbled on to like the next story part, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh crap! I have this whole list of side quests I need to do. Should I have done those before that?" You can do them at your own pace. If they have a clock next to them, do them as soon as possible. Because once oh. once the, um, you get past a certain part, like um, there's some when you get to, um, I'm, it's it's not a big spoiler because it's, it's a stage Smash Brothers. Once you get to Gower Plains, there's one area that you can do a bunch of quests. Well, once those people like change location then some of their their quests that they have like a clock next to them aren't finished you can't get them anymore and you can't finish them because the characters have moved so they're no longer there and no longer need you to do the thing there um later okay. on too there's some like a whole area has them and you need to do them in that area type okay of thing. that makes sense so that makes like sense. honestly once you get to a certain point like once you get to an area honestly just look up a side quest um like try to find a spoiler free side quest thing that only talks about that area of the game 
Um, there's okay. some, like, I remember getting one early in the game from an area, and, like, the enemies in that area I was going to were, like, 40 levels higher. So I couldn't do that until later in the game, but it didn't have a clock on it, so it was fine. Yeah, that happened to my mod. She ran into a dinosaur at, at like, one of... She was, like, a level... I don't remember what level she was, but it was really low, and the dinosaur was, like, level 90, and it just yep. destroyed her. So she, she completely, like, built herself out of spite and went back and beat it. That's what I love about um about the Xenoblade games is, like, you'll walk into the first area, and immediately there is one enemy nearby that will absolutely destroy you. There are some in Colony 9 in the first area, which are level 90. Don't go near them. Oh, God. And because all the ones, once they get to a certain level, uh, they are based on vision. So if you walk past them, they will see you, and they will attack oh. you. That sounds fun when I don't know the battle system. Okay. And just don't just don't go if you see them, if their names appear in red or have like the electrical thing on it, walk away. Just go away before you can even do anything with them. You can even like like target the enemies before you get into it. Like before a battle or before they see you and just see what they are before hitting the attack button so you can kind of gauge your area before you go in. Mm, interesting. Mm. So it's but, a little um, bit see, different. Clearly I I Oh, I was just going to say it's a little bit different than Xenosaga then where um Xenosaga is more traditional RPG, isn't it? Well, it's, it's so the actual combat that you do against them is traditional, but they are. It did still have the wanting mobs that represented combat, so you could technically avoid fights by just timing your um, timing your mm-hmm. movements so that you were walking when they weren't looking, or um, try to squeeze between gaps where you could. Uh, most of the time, it was ill advised to do this because then you'd gimp yourself later on, but. Um, you could skip fights. Do you have Xenoblade or Xenosaga two and three, Timber? I only have the first one. I only rented two, and I never played three. I want two and three, but they're so expensive now. Three is real expensive. If anyone finds a copy of those in English, because I mean they're only going to be in the U.S., um, please buy them for me if they're not too expensive, and I'll pay you back. I need two and three. Yeah. I don't need one. I'm. I should have bought those when I had the chance to. I'm disappointed that I didn't Same. because I lo- I loved Xenosaga 1. And I even enjoyed 2. And I swore I would buy the second one eventually. And then I guess the PS3 came out. And I was like, well, the PS2 is a dead console now. I don't know. I, I was stupid. Yeah. Because that's the I thing is see. that I think both part 2 and 3 kind of were very close to the end of life for PS2. And they never yeah, got I HD releases. Were. I think it was like 2002, 2004, 2006. Mm. That was the series. So yeah, that makes about makes sense. Where's where's I going though? With the, I've been trying to get back my train of thought. Sorry, oh, you um, were telling me what you were playing. You were telling me you were uh, telling us you were playing Xenoblade, or and I started oh, asking the, um, you questions the, 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 about the combat because that's thing. what I've been playing too. Yeah. So the heart to hearts are replacing the um, epilogue story with a thing called quiet moments, which you don't have to build up any affinity. You just. Uh, you just have to have certain party members with you. You have four party members, two from the main game, and two of them are. I don't. I don't even know. Do you know any of the characters from the game already, just from Smash Brothers at all, Fangirl? I mean, like, I know Shulk. I mean, I don't. I don't think the first. I don't think the main six characters are really a spoiler. Uh, the seventh one, just like I find it really interesting. Like the entire fandom has just like unquestionably accepted to only refer to the seventh party member as seven. No one refers to them by name to not, like, ruin it for people. And I think that's amazing. Because the only franchise, only fandom I know of where they actively try not to ruin it for people. Whereas, like, the Final Fantasy VII people will tell you Im- immediately who what happens to certain characters. Which is how I'm shocked that I don't know anything about Final Fantasy VII. Because re- I wanted to say something, too. Because there's, like, 
you've said a couple things. I'm like, I really want to say something, but I don't think she knows. <laughs> like, I, I don't know anything about the storyline. I know the characters' names, mm-hmm. and that's it. My favorite. So thing when that you said when about I play that, just... it's going to be like completely, completely blind. And I'm actually I'm like actively trying to avoid looking up story things about it because I it's completely blind. One of my favorite things is your description of Aerith. You're like, I don't know. I think she has flowers and like a cart for them or something. <laughs> like, yes, that's that's the most important mm. thing about Aerith. She has a cart and then a flower yes. thing. Flower things. I yes. mean, I know that, and I know like there's shipping wars. Yes. <laughs> so, and I don't know anything about that, and like. When I mentioned it, someone was like, welcome welcome to the wars that have been going on since, like, 1993. I'm mm. like, oh. Well, so, or 1998. Main reason, main reason I ask is, like, in Smash Brothers, like, in Shulk's Final Smash, he has, in in the newer game, he has three characters. Um, but two of them, one of them is um, an assist trophy, Ricky. He's, like, the little furball monster that he, like, he throws things at you in Smash. He's one of the characters you get. And, like, in, like, I feel like if it's on the box of the game, it's fair game. In mm-hmm. the epilogue, um, you get to play as like two of his kids are in your party, basically, yeah. and they're just they're there like to kind of like feel it, like they're definitely the inserts for new players in there or or players who haven't played it in like ten years to like fill you in about what's happened in the past year from their mm-hmm. perspective because they're like Shulk, what happened to to Dunban? And you're like, oh well, he did this, and they're like, oh, okay, like that's the whole point of them being in there, and they kind of basically play as two of the other characters you had. So like you mm-hmm. you walk around like the quiet moments were placed. So I thought they were nice. The the new voice actors. There's something about this series that the first game is the only one with good English voice acting. I don't know what happened after that, but they like really hit the nail on the head with the first game. And then like I started playing the second one today when I was recording it, and oh my god, I think the main character is supposed to be Scottish. But Aren't they all Scottish? No, um, they're they're regional UK accents. There might be a couple Irish ones thrown in there here and there as well. But Rain I, is Irish. Who Ryan? Ryan. He's like more Cockney sounding. I thought. Yeah, like I mean, like, or, the, like he's more like yeah, like wor- like working class drops all the H's. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And Shulk's a bit more posh. Like, that also, threw me off. What Shulk's voice? All of their voices. I was not expecting those accents for yeah, some but, reason i wasn't expecting it at all and i it took it took me a while to get used to it and i understand what girlfriend the uk yeah and that makes sense but you said something about girlfriend was complaining because they always say the same things and i yeah. was like i totally understand why she says that now i, I get it. it and i kind I of agree <laughs> what was what was i playing oh i was playing banjo kazooie yesterday and she was complaining she's like they all sound like ricky and characters from xenoblade i'm like what do you mean and i was like trying to figure out what she meant by that i'm like is that because they're annoying <laughs> that's all i hear when i think about banjo and kazooie is Wee! oh god i had a... <laughs> so the second of that i was playing a little bit of that because i played donkey kong 64 which is awful it's, it's the the worst. It's the worst collectathon I've ever played. It's. I'd fine. rather play Bubsy 3D, and I've never played Bubsy 3D. You definitely don't. <laughs> what about Glover? Glover, I'd rather play Glover. I like. I have like vivid memories ingrained in my head of the sound Glover makes when he walks, and it drives me crazy because sometimes I won't remember it and I forgot it's from Glover. So I'm like, where is that sound from? I can't. I've never remember. heard it. It's. A, I've it, never don't, played don't. Glover, so you should imitate it. No. Because I, I can't. It's, you can't. can't. It's like it. it's like the it's like the loudest foley of shoes hitting a floor, <laughs> but for some reason, <laughs> you know that one um that um that one comic the Ariel needs legs 
and like and like uh eric says to ariel you sound like seven horses or something like that uh-huh. that's what glover sounds like <laughs> he just sounds like a bunch of like feet stomp feet and like shoes and like horses stammering a little bit does he have multiple legs? Is he no, a spider? No, he's a hand. He's a, gl- he's no. a, he's a gl- Oh, okay. Well, that yeah, makes he, sense. He has, no, he has no feet. He has two fingers. So he's the thing. He's the thing. Thing? From just, the Adams family? Just, just thing. The thing is thing. Someone, thing. yeah. The yeah. thing, yeah. I think that's an apt comparison. He's disproportionately larger than he should be, but yeah. I just always forget how annoying Banjo-Kazooie is to other people. I'm completely well, fine the, with yeah, all that's, the noises that's they make. the thing. Like, I was always like, yeah, it, it never even occurred to me as an annoying thing until I started hearing people being like, boy, I really hate it when they talk. And I'm like, oh, you mean you don't like when he goes, uh, 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 uh. I was like, it's that's so like the charm. It like, doesn't bother yeah, me at all. Yeah, it's just, it's just part of the game, man. I guess if you just walked into the room and it was playing on the TV and like, not even walk in the room, you walk by with like a tray of like food and lemonade and as you're walking by you just hear the the ghost whisper of uh 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 uh, uh and you're like what is happening in there <laughs> it's 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 probably the most obnoxious game series in the world because everything makes a noise everything makes a noise you'll pick up a bunch of feathers in a row and you would think it would finish one sound and maybe skip a couple when you pick up the next nope. one no <laughs> every feather you pick up restarts that sound over the previous sound that was just made it makes so it we'll go, so it satisfying started, cancel that one out and start it again hmm. it's my really, entire exposure to banjo kazooie has been watching okami play it it's so good like, though i love banjo i love banjo i love so, banjo like, too so it's playing. You it are not alone. A lot of people, um, uh, a lot of people are very have very fond memories of Banjo Kazooie, as evidenced as like the freakout that collective freakout when they joined Smash. So oh, I love that when they did Smash because like it was announced basically him, our Banjo Kazooie alongside um, the hero from Dragon Quest. Everyone in Japan is like, who the fuck is Banjo? And everyone in the U.S. is like, who the fuck is Dragon Quest? <laughs> Like, they culturally came together to not understand the other culture, and it was amazing and beautiful. But I was asked three separate times to turn the game down. <laughs> and, like, when you go underwater and then, like, come back up for air, there's, a like, a very loud ding noise that no matter how low you make the game, the volume, it's the same same volume for that. <laughs> and my girlfriend was having, like, like freakouts. She's like, is my pager from work going on? Yeah, it or sounds like, no? an awful lot like the dings from an iPhone. Which is yeah, like, so she's bing. just like, she's, that's where like the can you turn it down came from. <laughs> I was like, oh, it didn't bother me at all. <laughs> I think it's another thing with DK64 is that a lot of these noises aren't in there. So like, it's just much quieter and boring. I mean, you still like, have. There's like, and there's also like nothing to, co- like there's a lot of stuff to collect, but like in Banjo, you can always go back and pick up more stuff. But in like DK64, once you pick up all the bananas, the bananas don't come back. Oh, but like okay, yeah. Because I watched you play back. that. Well, you still get back things like ammo crates and melons and that yeah. Kind of but thing. like, but like banjo, when you walk far enough away, they come. They they like reload. With Donkey Kong, you have to lead level or die for them to come back. It's very unsatisfying. That whole game is so unsatisfying. You will get. And it's is that what the issue was? Is that it's unsatisfying, or is it like a frustrating platformer? Some of it's frustrating, but I keep being told since I'm playing on Wii U that 
the Wii U controller is too sensitive to emulate the controller of the N64, which I can get. I don't know if it was much better on the original system, but it definitely was like, like I shouldn't have been falling off things as much as I was. Because like even like because you're used to like with the N64, you know, you like you tilt it a little bit and they don't move or move a little, and then like more would go all the way. I mean, the Wii U controller is like you barely move it and they run. I would say like they're probably right about the sensitivity, but it's also true that there was always, like you said, a degree of imprecision. I know that with my, because the thing with N64 controllers is one of the most notoriously unfortunate things about that console is that the controllers for that did not hold up very well at all. Um, Not, not just in terms of comfort, but even just like they couldn't last. Like uh, Mm -hmm. my, I know that after having played with my, player one controller long enough i'm now at the point where if i pop a game in my n64 and try to play it i'm gonna see that character just kind of walk on their own the stick's not going anywhere but they're just drifting is bad on the switch oh my god you should play it on an n64 (laughs) like it's speaking of which i've also yeah i've also just hit my first wave of um joy con drift four years later and i'm not happy because it's in my the colored uh joy cons i like you're like just now one. having Joy-Con drift. Yeah, I've had well, two things. I have my... eight Joy-Cons. I kept swapping them up, but if it's plugged in, I only use the Pro Controller. See, my Pro Controller has started to have a drift, and I'm mad about that. Rip, rip you. Yeah, rip me. Yeah, enough about my all controllers are fine. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna turn into yeah, Timber, a Timber. Timber, Timber Ken, what are you playing? <laughs> what am I playing? Timber, remember when? Uh, remember when you were playing Breath of yeah. the Wild and you didn't charge your Joy Cons? We had to sit there for like 40 <laughs> minutes while your Joy Cons stream so you could play it for 10 minutes. Yep, that was great. <laughs> that was an awesome time. Um, and your friend was just in the background crossing his arms, just like I fucking hate you so much. Right <laughs> <now."> <laughs> Sorry, go on, go ahead. Uh, what have I been playing? So. I streamed excessively the past week, so it was all stuff that you could have seen on stream, but um, I bounced from The Witcher 3 uh, Wild Hunt picnicking uh, to doing Mario Sunshine and Twilight Princess Randomizer. Those have kind of been the the big things that I actually did play. Uh, And I guess I played Duel Links, but I don't remember doing that, so (laughs) I just see in my Steam history, it's like, oh, you played it this week. I'm like, I did? I think overall, it's uh, it was a, it was a good time with all the th- all the things. I was really excited about the the Witcher three idea because it's it's kind of piloting a uh, a new way of doing things for my channel in general, and it's worked wonderfully. People seem to really in- enjoy the new style. It was a lot more fun for me to do. It's also yielded uh, exactly what I wanted for the YouTube channel. I'm already like a third to halfway done with actually making the video that that was for, which is insane because I just recorded like three sessions of, of Witcher three footage from last week. And I'm already pretty well forward with actually making the finished product that that was designed for. And I don't think I've ever had that fast of a turnaround. So, uh, that's really working for me. Uh, Mario sunshine has been great, uh, cause it's a summer game and, I have a lot of people turning up being like, dude, this is my favorite Mario game. And I'm like, I never played it before. Sunshine 100% is a great summer game. I've never played Mario Sunshine either. I've heard it's really good, though. You should, but play it on original. Or, like, somehow, this is the only time I'm, like, played on original hardware because GameCube games are really hard to control properly. Yeah. If you don't have a GameCube controller. Yeah, like. It's not even, like, one of those, like, emulation's bad. It's like, no. You can't emulate the, the controller, or the shoulder button. You just can't. Like, yeah, because that of that, easily. just like just like that depressing of the the button 
partly. Every time somebody yeah. would tell me like, well, "Oh, yeah. just run and spray," I'm like, <laughs> "Funny, funny suggestion." When I was telling you to do that, you can tap. Can't you tap it? To Not do it? really. Or can you just make one of the? Because um, I know, can you do like? Because if you're using an Xbox controller, you have one extra button. You should swap the Z button over to the other side and make the top one light press and the bottom one heavy press. Hmm. Like, it's still you not can, perfect, but, like, you could still maybe get through a little bit more. True. I I'm sorry, you can use an Xbox controller with a Wii U for emulation? Uh, Do what? How would you use an Xbox controller? Well, I'm using I'm using um, Dolphin, which can do an emulation of both. Oh, you're using mm-hmm. Dolphin. Okay, okay, that makes more sense. Sorry. So he has a digital copy of it. Okay, okay. Of the GameCube game. Yes, because there's no way for me to actually physically run the GameCube game on my computer. Oh, that's... Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, I forgot I have a yeah. thing that plays GameCube games. Never mind. It's okay, that's no, fine. it's fine. Um, it is it is interesting. I'm also using a like some kind of 4K texture pack on it, and I did have some people come in, which for it really, it really fueled, like, made me reel back on some narcissism for a bit when they came in, like, dude, this stream looks really good. I'm like, oh, thank you. I tried really hard. Like, the assets that I put on here, like, it, it wasn't easy, you know, getting this good at streaming. I'm like, you're talking about the HD texture pack for Mario Sunshine, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> And then they're like, yeah, the game looks so good. I'm like, why? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get it. I think even I was when I came in, too, and I'm just like, why does this game look so much better? <laughs> like, what did you do to it? All that effort. Like, I could just see, I, I wasn't there, but I could just visualize you just deflating yeah. a little bit. I was just like, why, yes, thank you. It is a very good stream. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've had that before. People ask me something. I thought they were asking me about my, or saying something about my channel. I'm like, oh, thanks. And it's like, oh, no, no, I meant the the, the picture you got. I'm like, thanks, I downloaded off Google right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, that's some sick box art. I'm like, thanks. It's called Google yeah, JPEG. I, I definitely took. <laughs> I definitely just like you know scanned this in before stream. It's my. It's all original. <laughs> uh, sometimes I do really with with all the things with like copyright law. I do wonder with certain oh. creators like how far some of them go down the the rabbit hole of i'm gonna make everything myself like there are some guys that are literally like yep so all those back backing tracks you hear all those like really pleasant electronic music yeah i just made all those for the channel for my for my videos i'm like oh okay that's a lot of effort speaking of things you've created i finally went and watched the gary (laughs) okrap i'd never seen it before it's so good it's so good and I, I enjoyed it. I I, I very Perfect. much enjoyed it because I am familiar with that aspect of Pokemon. So um, I showed it to my girl child and she was like, you know this person? <laughs> that, <laughs> I was that, like, that, I do. You so. know this person? <laughs> that, that silly goose? I love yeah. that inflection of like, oh, hmm. You associate with that So thing. one of my... Yeah, one of my mods uh, used to date a, a guy who was a Pokemon rapper, like an actual rapper. Like he released oh, songs wow. for it and stuff. And and she she sent me a video of his, and I was like, this actually is kind of like I was very impressed because he wrote all the lyrics himself. I think I was like, this is impressive. And I tried showing it to my my kids, and they were like, yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> <They're> like <laughs> so, Pokemon still like they, they don't understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or probably, probably more likely, they also don't. I mean, I don't know how familiar they are with like the source material. Like Gary is kind of not. 
Oh, they have a big Pokemon character these days. No, he's not. But they, they. Um, I mean, we watched. Oh, gosh, we watched Indigo League. We watched like all the old school Pokemon episodes when they were on Netflix. So, fun um, fact: the Indigo League was not referred to as the Indigo League until more recently. <laughs> it was never called that. Yeah, I kind of assumed that, and I remember when it was on TV, but I wasn't watching. I think it, it was called the Kent. Um, it was the Kanto League, wasn't like, it? Oh, check- yeah, but yeah. when they're like, you know, check out the Indigo League things, like when they were doing like, you know, Pokemon on Twitch stuff, I'm like, what the hell is the Indigo Ugh. League? Mm-hmm. And I had to like look it up. I'm like, oh, you guys just renamed the original one. Mm-hmm. Ken, what have you been playing? <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm, I've been playing a lot of things. First, I've been playing the good old Catherine Full Body, old. and that's 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 a game. Is the Full Body your favorite part? How's that going? No. <laughs> so I you- like. Th- so I, I I played both endings. Um, I played Catherine with a K and Rin's ending. And Rin's ending is like the most batshit crazy thing I ever saw. I think I read about that one. Aren't they like Uchujin? Yeah, Sorry. yeah, yeah. What was the word? Uchujin. Uchujin. Okay. I don't know. Are you going to play Catherine full body? Do you want me to spoil what they are? No, yeah. I don't. No, I don't. Because this is actually like you've talked about this game enough, and like several people have mentioned definitely, this game. Yeah, definitely play it, especially if you like Persona. Crazy. If you ever played a Persona game, it's gonna be right up your alley. You know, I haven't. They have, nothing I haven't played Persona, but I don't have nothing like. Well, no, I disagree. If if you like this really long winded RPG with a lot of dialogue that's inane and stuff like that, you'll love Catherine Full Body. So I wouldn't. That. I I don't. Which have is a full quick body, eight hour game. <laughs> Here's the thing, it has all of the, the markings in terms of, like, the, the plot, and you, you describe Persona as inane, I don't think of it that way, but, um... It is, have you played 5? I it's didn't so play inane. 5. Um, you know what's the best part of, like, th- about 4 and 5? You get a new character, let's explain to you everything that happens. Seventh character in the game, hey, let me tell you everything that's happened the past 45 hours this game. You're like, we don't need this again! Yes, especially, let's just say this much, with the last character that you get with 5, literally, they were like, oh yeah, okay, so we gotta explain everything to you. I'm like, no, you don't! You don't! Just continue on! And then, her social link, so the end of the game happens like two months after, so you have to make sure that you balance her social link and all the other people that you didn't pay attention to at the beginning of the game within two months. Which freaking bonkers. <sighs> yeah, I mean, anyway. I. <laughs> anyway, Catherine. It's a very good <laughs> slice of life game. Wait, which one did you play? Catherine? Of. No, which persona did you play, Me? Timber? I was wondering when you'd ask yeah. so I could tell you none of them. Oh, then no, you don't, don't know anything. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Go back to playing DK64. Okay, okay. <laughs> which is apparently a good game to start. It's a great game to play partway to completion. And by part where you mean like stop third? The no, 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 no. Definitely play the first and second levels. Those are like fantastic. You get to meet the the Gun Kong. You get to meet Candy Kong. You get to have like Chunky and the whole the whole gang's all there. And then after, okay. Side note, real quick on the Candy Kong thing. She's the one that gives you all the instruments, and then she gives you an extra melon. And I said something like, "Of course, she's the one that did that because she's the like mo- like po- like um you know." gesturing to her boobs someone's like i don't think it's supposed to be like that i'm like her name's candy kong she's got massive melons and then she's giving you more melons what do you think this is this is a rare game <laughs> do you think there's a rare game without an innuendo in it no they all they're all innuendos banjo tooie is one of the dirtiest games out there one of the islands you tur- you have turns into a dick okay you're gonna have to 
You guys know about that, which, by the way? Which island? Okay. Here. Here, I'll show you. Continue on with what you're talking about, and I'll look for okay. this dick island. <laughs> Carry on, Ken. You you know you have his undivided attention now. That is a game I really want to play. Yeah, so it's it's really good for what it is. I highly recommend it. I did like the added features that they added for the new stories and stuff like that. Oh, hey. that It is dick island. Oh, wow. <laughs> it okay. is. Okay. Wait, when did that... <laughs> Is that the dinosaur level? Yeah, that's. Oh. Yep. No. Well, yeah. So. They squeezed. It's one with the tree. They put it. that in a Nintendo game. Yeah. yeah. And then um. Fun. There is a not so subtle gay bar in yeah, Jolly that... Roger Bay that has things like a seaman <laughs> surprise, salty dumplings, and toad. Yeah, that one. That one definitely made sense. Uh. Do you? I'm reading just from, like this uh. I'm reading it just from a Reddit page, but yeah, that game's really dirty. Before Ken moves on from Catherine, um, do you think that the features in Full Body are justifiable to play even if you've played through the original Catherine, or is it more of a, this is a good one to pick up now if yep. you are, if you've never played before? Yes. 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 Okay. For both. Uh, mostly because they do add a lot of, little bit of story beats to intertwine the new character in in the game. They they definitely mastered, oh, hey, we introduced a new character that wasn't supposed to be in it beforehand with this game a lot more easily than they have been with 4 and 5. I don't know. Is it, is it a respectable like, talent to just that, get um, good at retconning? It almost mm-hmm. makes you not want to buy any, like, any Atlas game because you know they're just going to release an edited version of it with more content it's, like in three with years. with Catherine, i can argue with that because they rebooted the game just so that they could add a much more competitive scene for it because of anime evo so like a lot of their nuances and com- the competitive scene for if if you guys don't know for Catherine competitive scene it's a very very small but vocal minority there it's they added a lot of features for this new new version and everyone was going balls crazy for it. Is it the online um, online mode is so much better. Is it competitive or is it like the speedrun community? Because I know there's a speedrun community for it. No, it's competitive. Uh, competitive. Okay. Specifically Versus, the competitive. Yeah. Versus in the actual like puzzle game there. Yeah, and they added a remaster mode for the the story also. So if you already played Catherine, you can play the remastered mode and they add a bunch of new puzzles that wasn't in the original oh, nice okay that makes it totally worth it for me then so but even so like the, the they have new questions the the choices that you do throughout and they added like a couple more characters for the for the patrons in the bar so it's overall i was happy to have purchased it and i waited a while it's it it is available right now on switch if you guys are interested on in getting it and i do what I do like for this version is apparently they were already dubbing Catherine around the same time that they were dubbing um, Persona 5 Royal and all the extra voices because you can choose Catherine with a C's voice this time. So all the extra voices are all the additional CUs that are in Persona 5. And they oh, wait, like wait, so they, dictate... have multiple, they have multiple voices for the one character now? Yeah, for Catherine with a C only, because she's supposed to be your dream girl, yeah? Well, sh- Without giving like, too much away. Because then you don't have to listen okay. to Laura Bailey anymore. 
Oh, well, she, it's only in Japanese, too. Can oh, okay. I just say something real quick? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, I know, I, Kyo, I know that you are you have a severe disdain for Laura Bailey, but did you see what happened on her Twitter? Yeah. Like, to, to point out, like, I don't like Laura Bailey. I don't think there's anything wrong with any of her, like, I wouldn't say she's a bad voice actress, and I don't, I, not that I hate all of her work. You but just like, like, just, th- like that just, she's I, in everything. I just don't care to hear her voice. I've heard it so much. She's too many characters. I think that's annoying. Right. I don't think people need to send her death threats for something a character she played in a game did. I or, couldn't you know, believe In general. I, yeah. no, I can't even fathom that. Oh my freaking. I didn't even like, that wasn't even on my radar because I don't really know who she is from anything, but it happened to pop up on my Twitter feed because somebody else liked it. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, just because her character does something very, very major and plot-driven with one of the other characters does not mean to go personally attack these people. It's like, called acting. Yeah, it's just fandom and toxicity in fandom is just... It, it gives the fandom a really, really bad name. No, yeah, it's like, I pers- was like, oof. It's not just with... English English voice actors. It's, it's the same for Japanese. They, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's worse in Japan too because they. I really. So if like, you guys watch Terrace House for whatever reason, it's the like it's like the real world yeah, Japan. I've heard about it? Yeah, that there was some pretty messed up stuff on the news about it recently. Yeah, so the, this person was supposed to be portrayed on the show as a mean person just to boost ratings. And all the fir- all the fans turned on that one person, and she ended up offing herself. Yeah. Oh, I, I did hear about that. It's it's really sad. And what's thing is, she's 22 years old, and she was gunning for. She's also a wrestler too. Yeah. She was uh-huh. supposed to be involved with a very big storyline, and I'm just very very crushed about that. So. Like the the way I look at voice actors too, where like I kind of associate the character with them in a way i guess is more like how japanese uh, fans look at seiyu like that voice is this character that is that's kind of why i get annoyed when i hear the same voice all the time because it's not very Mm -hmm. but like i'm not like i'm not like sometimes i'll complain that like troy baker always plays troy baker because he always plays the same types of characters so i'm like look it's another or like steve bloom if you hear a gruff voice guy who might be a little hairy and a little surly and like it's steve bloom it's Steve yeah, Bloom and I wasn't, I wasn't I wasn't like calling I wasn't calling you out or anything. I oh, just no, no, didn't no, no, know no, if no. you had seen it. Like, um, I I even made it I made an offhand joke on Twitter like years ago. I can't even find the thing because the person who responded to me deleted all their stuff. But I made like a joke post where I'm like, God, I really wish Laura Bailey would stop playing all the female characters and everything. Laura Bailey responded and said, Yeah, I know, right? It's a joke. And then someone sent me a 13 tweet rant about how I was an awful person and that I was just wrong and I should I don't remember if they told me I should go kill myself or something and then I'll never find them so don't bother trying to look for them and I'm just like oh my god I just didn't want her to play three characters in Tiger and Bunny like she plays two of the main characters no yeah and that's that's a valid like, oh thing because be, because when you hear the same voice and over and over again it does become oversaturated I just couldn't be, I I am perpetually shocked that it is this it is this year in our society and it's been this way since I, I, you know, forever. But that we have to remind people that you, you don't need to say horrible things to people. It's not necessary. It, I don't. I don't. I just. I. I was just shocked by it. Anyway, it's, I just. Yeah. A, a lot of it is just the, the 
the online presence of you're not going to be able to find me kind of thing. And I'm safe behind this keyboard. Yeah, yeah. And that, mm-hmm. that that's the thing. It's it's just, you know, I I have very much grievances with that with within my own bang dream fandom that i'm not going to get into right now but going back to catherine it's 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 a really good game yeah anyway yeah it's a very very fast and easy game i beat it in two days if well it's not very long yeah (laughs) it's not very long you're meant to replay it don't don't put me in my place here ken (laughs) because like at least in game hey but you beat resident evil 6 so (laughs) I didn't beat Resident Evil 6. I beat 7. 7. 7. There we go. See? <laughs> yeah, you beat yeah, Resident true, Evil true. 7. <laughs> the way I is, guess I'll give you Catherine was easy. The way it is with Catherine is you're supposed to replay it because there's three girls, and then I think there's also, you can choose none of them by the end of it. Yep, so there's Because the there's multiple endings, endings. So you have like stuff, Catherine yeah. with a C, Catherine with a K, Rin, which, they, which the fandom is Catherine with a Q. And yeah. then um, Vincent has his, like his own like you know you can just say well I choose no one and go on his his is the best ending to be completely yeah, I just his, heard it's his like a little freedom ending is probably the best ending I've ending. heard it goes a little bit crazy and games that kind of go a little bit crazy are right up my alley like I think oh. are there twelve endings then yeah no because Rin has three endings in and of itself okay so the girls all the girls have three and I think Vincent has two mm-hmm. his is like good and then good plus type of thing or like it's like neutral neutral plus type of thing like if you want to like give yep. a spectrum because like i think Catherine with a c was considered bad or like people gave him like you know that this bad good good plus oh like it's there's really no good or bad there's right. an additional ending for each girl okay so uh, like, for Catherine with a c and Catherine with a k and those endings are hilarious <laughs> supposedly i'm trying to shoot for Catherine with a k's newest ending so so like yeah. yeah, so you're supposed to replay it, even though it's like eight hours long. You're supposed to play it multiple times. So if you want to get all the endings, or you're like, oh, I want to get like you know a better ending with this girl this time. That's essentially yeah. an otome. I mean, that's what Had a Full Boyfriend oh, no. was. So, it's somewhere yeah. in between puzzle game and otome game. It, yeah. it, it is. Yeah, it was just meant it's to be very, like for, it's a like very high games. effort. It's a very high effort otome game. What's What's very interesting. I I don't know if they did this in the last one. I knew that they kept records for this, but. So, in the middle of each level, you're asked a question about, like, relationships and stuff like that. So, they keep track of your first answer the first time that you did it. But I, I'm not too sure if they did this in the other games or not. But in this game, they even keep track of the users if the user was male and the user was female. And they have separate charts for each one. And it's interesting to see if the the female charts are different or the answers that they picked or majority that they picked was different from the male chart. That is one and thing how... I liked about the um the original game is like it would also compare your answers to everyone else in the world's answers that played the yep. game. For the first time. So it's it's very interesting. So I like I like that new asset that they added. I was like, oh, you can see if the majority female population answered differently compared to the majority male population or overall and your first time answers because they might have just replayed it and then picked different answers i'm trying to remember too because like i think because they tell you at least full first time through like answer honestly and i think like sometimes they'd be innocuous or like you know like pretty simple ones are like what's more important to you sex or love in a relationship and you pick you know sex or love but i think later there might have been ones with like if you're if you're gonna if you're married do you stay together for the kids or get divorced type of things like that yeah so like the last more adult like not just adult as in like 
dirty or sex. It's like more adult situations that you would answer the yeah. questions for. Especially right. with the last like five or six so questions, it's very morally ambiguous. Like what is correct, what isn't kind of correct because it's just like so. Do you, like uh, one of the questions that I think is throwaway is like jealousy one. Mm. Like what what is jealousy good for a relationship? And it's very interesting to see how women respond to that one compared to the men. Hmm. Yeah. I just, I find the game so wildly cohesive. It's insane. I mean, even, I think my favorite part of the game, which I'm not going to spoil necessarily what what happens, but they have this little segment every time you go and sit down to have a drink where you can choose what drink you want. And if you do, then they actually feed you like a pretty sizable chunk of trivia about that drink. So you're you're basically yeah. getting spoon-fed yeah. knowledge about like, cocktails and beers and and alcohols yeah it's that that little fact factoid thing they carried over in five with the coffee making oh nice and curry making also with royal so it's very interesting that they they took the best aspects of like just random tidbits of stuff and threw it in to see if like oh hey you know it might be useless information but if you're in a bar or something like that and you can be like oh you know hey sake there's there's the kuchibiru sake where the rice is fermented the person chews up the rice and puts spits it in and it gets fermented that way so I've, yeah okay so it's 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 interesting but yeah i i would highly recommend it. it's a fairly fast read the first couple playthroughs but besides that i also played the 2015 remake of Ratchet and Clank cuz How did you like that? It was it was good. Uh, you can tell that it was literally a a partnership with the movie that was coming out around that time too because they would play see where scenes are missing from the game or from the yep, game because yep, they're in the yep. movie. Yep. There are certain scenes that lifted straight from the movie into as a cutscene the boss and the bosses are all different there's not many boss levels because just to make it coherent with how the movie played it's uh all all the all the bosses are all different in that one i i did like it mm-hmm. they did have a best of all weaponry kind of thing like the 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 zerbots or whatever i really like them but yeah i love mr zerkan yeah, I love Mr. Zircon. He was him at the the junior Zircon that you get as the power up is the the little tidbits of lines that they feed out oh, is Mr. very Zircon interesting. Is angry. Mr. Zircon is bored. You waste your time with with bolts. Yeah, yeah. So I've been. I thought it was a good game, and like someone, I I, I don't know if it was explained like this. I played it in Japanese because for some reason they took out the English audio track for that game, but they gave me the <laughs> Blu-ray. With both English and Japanese on it, which I never bothered to watch the movie because I'm like, I'm not going to. But when people are complaining that there's stuff missing, they're like, well, the way it's framed is that, um, uh, what's his name? Captain, Captain Quark is giving you his retelling of the movie. At least, I don't know if he was, was the framing device in the movie too, but it was basically, came across as Captain Quark is giving you his retelling of what happened. That's why things are a little different and kind of disjointed, which I don't, did you watch the movie at all? No, that was the next thing I was going to do. I was going to go buy the movie and kind of compare it how it was. 
The game served its purpose and sold copies of the movie. Mine came with a movie. The Japanese one came in like a box with the movie and yeah. the game, and it was like 30 bucks. Because the movie bombed. <laughs> I think I didn't even know there was a movie, to be honest. See, the thing is, Sony, a lot of companies don't realize it. You might have a popular game series, but like, if you're not Mario level, no one's going to yeah. care if you make a movie out of it. If Supposedly not... it was received very well, mm-hmm. but it didn't sold very well. It, it made its money back on the home release. And and I guess the Japan market bundling it with the Blu-ray kind of helped. It kind of doesn't help with... um. It came out after several years of not very good Ratchet and Clank games. Yeah. Because like, it was on a PS4, but like after A Crack in Time, which was fantastic, they released Full Frontal Assault, which didn't run well. Um, and was multiplayer focused, like um, like horde based. It was fun enough, um, but it was it was really like it was like a twenty dollar game. I think they sold it for like fifty bucks. All for one yeah. was like a four person co op game. If you saw that that Sackboy's Big Adventure game or whatever for PS Five, that's basically all for one. But like uh, there was like yeah, very yeah, yeah. very little quips or like it was a very quiet game. And if you played it solo, it sucked. And then they released Into the Nexus, which was tied in with a mobile phone, like, before the Nexus or whatever game. And no one played it. So it was, like, years after two really bad ones. One that apparently was better that no one played. Then they're just like, oh, here's a remake of the first game, but, like, it's different. And a movie, and, like, no one cared. It would, like, be trying to make a um, Jack and Daxter movie now, after years of it not existing. No one cares. No one remembers Jack and Daxter anymore, except for the people Mm. who grew up with Jack and Daxter. I'd watch it. <laughs> Jack and Dexter suck, though. No, it was great. No, it was like bad Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, so I I fully enjoyed it. This is my first like time playing through a Ratchet game. I've 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 did the the significant other thing beforehand and watched people play it or friends play it and things like that. And it was it was interesting. So. I, but I did notice that oh the bosses were different. Mm. I remember that much. So I'm trying to find another game to play before before Samurai game comes out next week. So, please, so I'm probably gonna play. play sh- no, well, <laughs> next week. <laughs> I don't have all that time. You don't have I'm to pro- play Glover. Play Glover. Um, play oh. <laughs> yeah, play Glover. Yes, play I'm gonna. Three hours, but the the hours. only thing that has a CRT television in my house right now is my Pokemon Snap Machine. Oh, you're the one that owns it. I was trying to remember the other day. It's like someone owns it. Who is it? Oh my god, I totally forgot about the new Snap game oh, slash okay. remake. Yeah, ugly. that makes my that makes me very sad because now my machine is probably gonna be obsolete. Aww. It, you can have a. I I still have everything. I have the cards, the toner, all the stickers. Well, yeah. The thing is, it's that's this is a new Pokemon snap. It's not a remake. It's like a new game. Yeah, yeah. It has new like new Pokemon in it. If too. you told people they could come over and like make stickers based off their N sixty four cartridge, they will probably still want to do that. I want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Is Todd Snap still going to be like the lead character? He hasn't been relevant since Orange League. The fact that yes. most people listening to this probably won't know what Orange League is, I'm going to tell you, he's not going to be relevant. <laughs> There's like two I things know. I know people who listen to this tone out with, and it's Animal Crossing and, and Pokemon. <laughs> Bionicle. And apparently Bionicles, which I would, that was my favorite rant. Oh, dude, we should definitely talk about Bionicle Masculite right now. 
Let's do just a watch. Speaking, of, speaking of movies based on games, based on toys let's, from let's the nineties. Let's watch that. I have it on DVD yeah. somewhere, yeah. and we can come back. And I do, do a too. For some reason, yeah, you can do that for a Patreon episode. All three, all four of us do it. <laughs> <laughs> just donating to each other. Yeah, so that we can have this conversation. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Besides that, um, I just, I'm probably gonna play Shadow of the Colossus. I need something kind of to ease me in before I do an open see, world I game see. again. That's like, another. Pl- hours, right? That's yeah, another game hours. I haven't played that I want to. Yeah. So I, I, I've. The thing is, I've never played Shadow of the Colossus before. So. Yeah, I haven't. Oh, seen, okay. Then I've you really seen, shouldn't. Like, like I said, I've seen people play it. Uh, uh, like my really good friend Mujihi. Mujihi. Muji. Yeah, so I see him play it all the time, and I've been to his house, and we, I've watched him play it. So I know like the basic beats of the story. I know the ending, but I've I never physically gotten around to go and play it the game. But since it became free on PS Plus, <laughs> I'll finally get to play it. Is that Mujihi? No, it's that's just a bird that I saw on Twitter. <laughs> oh, okay, that's that's what. <laughs> It's a bird from uh, Shima Shima Inega Bot. It's just a. Uh, it just it just tweets pictures of this type of bird. Um, one thing that I did want to bring up before we get too far away from it, you did mention that a movie wouldn't have pull unless it was like Mario levels of popular. Does anybody even know what a good Mario movie would look like? Like in execution, what would it be about? How could what would the movie be of Mario? I it would be CG for one thing. It would be what PG CG oh CG oh, yeah. said PG. Yeah. <laughs> as much as I would love a small Italian yeah. man jumping around, if Mario doesn't drop an f bomb in this, it ain't a Mario game or yeah. movie. Okay, see now I would actually want to see that. I might watch that because I'm actually of the opinion that I don't think video games translate well to movies. Miniseries? Maybe. Movies? Not so much. Yeah, the sh- like I said, that w- shows you, you would work. want to see a, a Legend of Zelda Netflix show. Right? I would not want to s- I would want to see a Legend of Zelda like Ghibli series. Yes, Ghibli where Link still doesn't talk. Because that's Ghibli, the only way they could make it work. Or he's like selectively what about, mute. With a what about a Legend Ghibli. of Tingle? Is it Ghibli or is it Ghibli? I don't it's know. Ghibli. Ghibli. It's Ghibli. Ghibli. Okay. Ghibli. No, it's, this is no. It's it's definitely Ghibli. I'm gonna like I said before. I'm gonna fly out to whatever part of the hand you're from. I'm slap <laughs> it's Ghibli, like Gibbs, like the things that fly out of people's body. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> What is flying out of people's bodies? Gibbs. You never heard of Gibbs? Is this like some kind of demonic spirit? Is this some Michiganian no, thing? No, no. It's the you, you've played Doom and, and Quake. They have Gibbs. I have not. I have not played Doom or Quake. You played Team Fortress. They had nope. Gibbs. Counter Strike. They had Gibbs. I have played oh, Counter Strike. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Wait, no, hold on. Counter Strike doesn't have Gibbs. Wait, does no. It? I was gonna say there was nothing like that in Counter Strike. I think if you use an explosive, they might gib. Okay, I... all I can think of is like giblets. You mean giblets? I don't know Remember, how to pronounce it. We have it. four people now. I can kick one, someone out anytime I want. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. 
Uh, By the way, that thing is called a long-tailed bush tit. <laughs> All right. Which I was pretty sure All it was right. a type of tit. And I just wanted to make sure because I don't want to be like, well, it's a tit. No, it is a bush tit. Oh, that was a wonderful rant in, uh, I think, Oprah Cat's stream where people just got on her about, like, boobs and tits. And she was like, oh, yeah, we got all kinds of them. Yep. And then she just, like, pulled up the tit yep. and, and boob, uh, you know, the blue, the birds. blue-footed boobies and the tits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the only appropriate way to respond to that kind of bull crap. True, true. But yeah, but besides that, I've been just reading a lot. I've been reading Goblin Slayer. Oh yeah, I should read that. Have yeah. you seen the it's anime really as well, or did you? Are you just reading first? Uh, no, I've I've seen the anime as well. the The first volume for the light novel is uh, the endings is different. They swip they swip swap certain arcs, hmm. which is really good. Fanger, you should actually read it. It's really good. I, I I can definitely put it on my list because it's not the genre that I write in, so therefore I can read it. Yes, it's a very dark fantasy. So. Is it because it's not smut, fangirl? No, because I can't, like, people People will recommend me, like, someone recommended The Cloud Roads and a whole bunch of other fantasy novels to me when they found out I was writing a fantasy novel, and I was like, I can't read this, because oh, if, if you I... Oh, like this, you should read all this, that way you accidentally steal all the ideas. Exactly. Or I'll start to, like, not, I'll start to forget my own voice in writing. Like, I will start to forget my own character's voices and I will try to emulate something else and I don't want to do that. Or I'll just get like massively bad imposter syndrome and not be able to write anything for a month. That's Nothing of which is conducive. I don't watch any videos like about stuff. I, I'm like, whenever I make like a retro source or something, I don't watch anyone else's stuff about it or anything yep. similar because I don't want it to just be a copy of it. Yeah, you can't, if you're actively creating something and I, I don't know if this is true for people who draw, but if you're actively creating something, you can't like look at similar things that other people are doing because you start to like amalgamate pieces of it into what you're doing and that's not that's not like that's not um what is it plagiarism it's not you know because you're not saying it exactly or you're not stealing ideas you're but they just slowly like amalgamate pieces in and then all of a sudden you're like oh crap because you're like oh well this example worked in your head like in your head you know that one was like the successful version of that so you'll yes. start to be like well let me tweak it a little bit and then by the end of it you like you know cop i don't want to copy different ones work but then it'll like it looks 80 percent the same type of thing yep. it's, it's one of those well and then you also run into you also run into the thing where you where you do this to yourself where you're like okay well this worked but clearly my idea is not going to be good enough so i'm going to do this that's because like then when, like, you start um, to doubt yourself. I mean, I think it's it like when um, before Timber went and made that rap for the Gary Oak rap, he didn't look up how people rap at all, so he just like made up his own method of rapping. That way, it doesn't. That's why it doesn't sound like rapping. But the thing is, it worked. <laughs> it worked, and I honestly, I applaud you because that video worked, and you just. I'm sorry. I was what? A joke. I have no idea. I, I mean, he, okay. So, for, so first of all, Kyo's just making shit up here because <laughs> I, I am an adult. So. You know, to do it intentionally is is wrong. Like seeking out things and be like, okay, yes. I'm, I'm going to do this so that I can, so that I can suck this up and and make it mine. Like that's not a good way of doing. It. And I've had people do that to my work before, and that is frustrating. And yeah, and that doesn't feel good. But, um, but there's a distinct line, like, like between taking something and having it be effectively, uh a copycat of that versus having it be a subconscious influencer of what you're making. Now, sometimes it can go too far, but in the case of that, that parody, um, I, 
I can clearly point to to where the the origins were because the story of how I came up with that is quite amusing. I went to a Chinese restaurant with my friend and we sat down and all of a sudden, you know how in Chinese restaurants they always have these like symphonic versions of pop musics. But for some but this mm-hmm. was like a mom and pop Chinese shop so their music was dated as hell and they had Rihanna's Unfaithful come on in in like symphonic instruments on there. And as that was happening I was going I, I, like, started rapping to it because I was like, you know, this sounds like something Eminem would rap to, right? And I, like, tried fiddling around with that for a second. I, was I like, feel like Eminem would rap to this song. This is a pretty good song. This is a pretty good song to rap to. Yeah, I mean, I was just goofing. And then I, I like, had a kind of a, a sparking moment where, like, I, I said the line, my family is a disgrace. I was like, whose family would be a disgrace? And then I, like, started going through, like, my mental character sheet of, like, who could this apply to? And I went, oh, this could work for Gary. And that's kind of where the the start happened. I don't think I could ever make that lightning strike twice again. I don't know how I came up with that, but um, from from those amalgamate pieces of completely separate, unrelated things. But that's generally my creative process. Like there, there's always going to be influences, and you have to make something that is creatively your signature because of the inventiveness of how you use your resources. Everybody's using tools that are a collection of prior human experiences and culture and creations. How you piece that all together is what makes it you. Yeah. And that's, I think that's the important thing to remember. It's just something I can't, I can't read in the same genre I write in because I really start to like doubt myself and that's a me problem. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it's it's something that I'm like, I'm already dealing with this enough. I'm just choosing not to expose myself to this because if I don't slowly start to like lose lose my voice for my characters to something else, I will just start to have massive imposter syndrome and neither of those things are productive. So, but yeah. Anyway, what were we talking about? <laughs> Goblin Slayer, but yeah, yeah, I, I think I could probably handle that because it's not remotely like near what I'm writing. But I will, I will see if I can check it out. Yeah, yeah. It, the The author is a huge fan of board games and D and D in particular, so Ew. I think it's really good. Personally, I would highly recommend it. I really want to read the uh, serialized Resident Evil novels just because Ooh, yeah. I'm like this. This seems interesting that somebody was able to take this and write a novel off of also like can someone hire me to do that if you're looking for like a novelization of a video game can you please hire me to do that i i can do it so (laughs) (laughs) but but yeah what have you been playing fangirl uh i've actually been playing xenoblade and um i watched uh my kiddo play through undertale part of it oh she finally went through it yeah, she's she's starting to play through it. She got a, she got to the um the waterfall area and we lingered around there for a long time cuz she liked the music and I was like, "Well, I have the soundtrack to this, so you can just listen to this anytime you want." Um, but I think she's liking that. So that was interesting for me to just watch like somebody else play through it. Um, but yeah, if I ends up really liking it. Let me know and I'll just send you my copy of my Switch version cuz I always like offer that because I just want it to go to someone that would appreciate it for like multiple reasons. And with it being a Japanese version, there's English in it. I think mm-hmm. she'd actually like it. She might. I'm trying. I'm trying to d- direct her towards the neutral ending because I've never seen the neutral ending. Uh, but that, I've, I've, that's a somewhat underwhelming one compared to actually seeing the 
like one of the true endings though but i mean yeah i've seen yeah well new true ending you get it and then you go back and do the other ones apparently yeah true because it just it just kind of sets you back right before so yeah i guess i guess there's no harm yeah well and she i think i'm just kind of letting her i'm not trying to direct her too much because i'm letting her play it but other than that i've been playing i've been playing uh xenoblade starting to play xenoblade i'm not very far in it so well when she finishes undertale and she's really interested in uh secrets and easter eggs uh i'm <laughs> just kidding i don't know if she's it's so funny to it's so funny to share this kind of stuff with them because like i get so into it like we're we're almost done with full metal alchemist and i get so into like the story and the characters and everything she's like yeah i like this and i'm like like how are you not obsessed but then i have to remember that like her interest i have to remember that i don't think she wants to go through another warrior cat phase like she was when she was little i feel like so i feel like getting obsessed with something at a young age these days is also more difficult and i don't have any real grounded reason for feeling that way other than just back in the day um Back in the day. Back in the day, in the nineties, uh, you had like you had your your video games and your in your shows, but you didn't have them accessible in just one big string of like okay, this especially with shows. I think vi- like video games are one thing, but when it comes to shows or um, or a series, to be able to just take it and then just watch every episode of that thing in one big chunk from start to finish and have the whole cohesive thing available to you either right from the get-go or more or less right from the get-go is something so foreign back then that I don't like I don't know if I would have been as obsessed about certain things if I hadn't gone through the phase of okay I need to wait for this to be on TV and then there's a good chance it's going to be a repeat episode and I'm just going to watch that anyway cuz I'm bored so I yeah. now have like five to ten episodes of SpongeBob memorized front to back because I've watched the repeat episodes so much waiting for a new episode to come through. I think it's that, and I think also the rate at which people consume media now is so fast. Like, Kyo, you were talking about limiting your um, Retrosaurus videos to, f- to 15 minutes, yeah. and I think that's a good idea if you can do it because people do like it's it's like you have a certain amount of time to capture their attention before they start to zone out and you have a certain amount of time to keep it before they start to zone out because everybody's so used to getting it like so super fast and it's the reason that people don't like to play long games is because they're like oh i just want to do it and get it done with and i don't want to get involved with the story or i don't want to do this i can't tell you how many people i talk to they're like oh you're writing a book i don't read because it takes too long. I'm like, okay. So. Remember, they'll be like, oh, you make music? I don't listen to hip-hop. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lord. But yeah, I I'm, I made the decision not to stream Xenoblade on Twitch. I probably will play it in Discord a few times because I did not want to try and learn the controls for a game like that with an audience actively watching me. So I feel like that was a wise decision for me. Just let me know when it's Ryan time and I'll be there. Okay. <laughs> well, I will. Were, weren't so. you obsessed with uh, Rafiki? Ricky. Ricky, yes, Ricky. 
Got him. Is it Rafiki from The Lion King? Yes, yeah, that's the monkey. Okay, thank you. Ricky, the little, little cheese ball. Cheese ball? Yeah, they call him a little cheese ball, or Ryan does. Oh. The, okay, think... is that's those things. I've seen those things. Yeah, those are in the Nopon. You get one, one of them as a party member, but like he's you, he's like all in the box type of thing. Well, yeah, and if you said earlier, if they're on the box, it is fair game, and I agree with that. Yeah, my but thoughts I... always on the box fair game, which is why like no one talks about the seventh party member because they're not on the box. You, you mean you mean the character on the box isn't the game? What? Well, you never know. Some people are like, oh, this is a spoiler. It's like everyone. It's on the box. Like once I like um. It was a genial was playing Final Fantasy VII Remake and it, like he was doing a fight. I'm like, oh, I think I cheesed this with summons because I had a DLC one. He's like, well, I didn't know there were summons in the game. I'm like, it's on the fucking box. It's a Final Fantasy game. Of course there's summons. Like, well, I've never played one before. It's a, it's a f- fucking RPG. Summons are in almost every single Final Fantasy game an RPG. Like, to, on the box, it's like, download extra summons. Like, it's one of those things. It's like, if you bought it digitally, it's like, if you get it now, you download the ch- mini Chocobo summon. It's like this is a mm-hmm. basic feature of a series that is 30 years old. I'm sorry if that's a spoiler, but you're stupid. And I'm no, sorry that's, you're dumb. No, that's the equivalent of, I remember one time I mentioned, I made a comparison of something to um, Lenny from uh, Of Mice and Men. And someone was oh, like, geez. and someone was like, I didn't know that happened. That's a spoiler. And I'm like, that book is 80 years old. <laughs> it's not my fault you haven't read it. Oh, uh, man, you, you know, Fanger, I was going to read it next week. <laughs> well, you know, there's a character in it named Lenny now. <laughs> no, I, I love that book. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. Like, uh, my thought is always, like, if it's old enough, like, honestly, if there was not a remake out right now of Final Fantasy VII and you just told me certain things about certain characters, Fangirl, I would just tell you what happens to them. Don't, and please, no, no. 10 years old now, but it's been, this is the third release of it, so I feel like yeah. it's really hard to get like out of spoiler territory on it so everyone just limits it to like the one character in like the area that you go to because it does ruin the game a skosh and that's why i don't like ever i i don't like ever be like oh i'm actively avoiding final fantasy rumors because if it gets spoiled i'm not going to be that upset but i am like i don't ask about it i don't talk about it i'm just kind of like i'm just waiting until i can quietly buy the game and then start playing and be like by the way i'm playing this blind please don't spoil it so, but look, you can look in here. This isn't a spoiler. You can get a pineapple costume for him. Is that like a dinosaur club? Like, does he kill a dinosaur oh, and mount he its clubs, head on a spike? Like, they all have different themes. That's Frog King. I want him to kill a dinosaur and mount its head on a spike like that. That sounds. That I seems... mean, there might be a. Di- they're all cutesy like that, but I think he is. I had one that was like a drag crystal dragon head. I think. Does he have giant arms? Those are like are somewhere in between air, ears and arms. Those are like. The Nopon have, like, their little tiny ones and then, like, these ear arm-looking things. So they have prehensile ears? I don't, I don't know. They're, like, their hands as well. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Okay. I'm but intrigued. I I, they're, like, ear arm. They're very cute. There's an entire village of them, and they're obnoxious. They are, they are obnoxious. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I'm very intrigued by the, like, um, girl child watched the opening sequence with me, and she's like, oh, this looks cool. And I'm like, yeah. The so. world over the game is so cool. Yeah, like, I'm very intrigued I, by which it. Which is kind of sad because I'm like, I've gotten, like, I feel like I've gotten like five or six people in my server to buy the game. And the Retrosaurus I just made over the weekend that's going out tomorrow is about Xenoblade and it's spoiler heavy. Oh, is that why you didn't have me edit it? Nope. That's why I'm like, I cannot have you edit this. Yeah. No, thank you for that. I wandered, really... a, I wandered around Village 9 for, I think I wandered around that area for like an hour just because I was like, 
there's more. There's more. I'll What's this you, area? Don't linger there forever. It's not like something's like, oh, you're not going to be able to come back or something like that. It's just don't stress out too much about grinding. If you want to like level up quick in that game or do stuff, just do the side missions because you learn more lore, stuff about the characters, the town, stuff like that. And then you don't have to grind like fighting monsters. Oh, I figure like, I figure I will play this twice. So I'm not like trying to grind now. I'm just trying to like, basically I'm exploring everything because I'm still trying to get used to the fighting control hmm. mechanisms. I'm not used to them yet. I'm very used to being able to button mash my way through everything. And you can't do that in this hmm. game, which is and a severe handicap for me. And don't, um, don't uh, feel restricted to only playing as Shulk. You can switch to any party member. So, like, if you're, like, I don't want to be in charge of this, or, like, some areas where, like, well, Shulk maybe won't be good for this, you can switch to someone else. I played as Ricky a lot, because he's... I can't switch to Ryan, though, right now, can I? You you probably can't until you leave... Uh, you, you probably can now, you, but... Yeah, you can do that now, because even okay, if you're I just party, took hold. Yeah, I took, I just took hold, uh, took a hold of her, so... You just referred anyway. to Fiora. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, like, I, I'm I'm her now. I don't know if I recruited her, but I am I am her. When I stopped playing today, I was I had just talked to Dunban and taken control of her. She's got the raspiest voice. Does she? I didn't notice that. Well, it's kind of, kind of raspy. It's she has a very like guess deep voice compared to what I would expect her to have. Well, as a, a very, female with a deep voice, I appreciate that. It's like it's just I would expect her to have like she in Japanese she probably has like this high pitched like anime girl voice, hmm. but I can't stand that game in Japanese, so I haven't played it. But yeah, Sorry. that's that's I'll what I've been playing, and I've been playing all time. And I've been playing Animal Crossing, and I think I'm the only one who really enjoys the swimming update, except for minor. Parts Why would of it. people not enjoy the swimming update? Is that what bugs people right now? I'm not up onto the so Animal the Crossing that, drama. For me, um, well, what a lot of people are, I think actually there was a question for this. Like I'm just yeah, pop that and up. that's kind of why I was like, I'm not segueing into questions, but we were going to talk about the Animal Crossing update. I mean, we might as well, because, um, I mean, I, oh, Tim, Ken, you had something you wanted to talk about. But it EVO, or Evo. Evo. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that, and then we can hit the questions so we can talk about the Animal Crossing update, because that was like, at least one person talked Two questions, because someone from Two my server asked about it, too. Yeah, let's, let's go talk about Evo. <laughs> oh, boy. So... Where to where, where where to start from this? So if you guys don't, yeah, Evo's canceled this year. Not not, not, not the, because of the lovely ongoing crisis and pandemic that is going on. That, that version but was just, canceled and put online, and now the online yeah. one's canceled. Now the online one is canceled, and um, it's a uh, <laughs> oh boy, I don't even know where to start with this. So why was it canceled, Ken? Because the CEO is a douchebag. <laughs> Weird. Now, I have not yeah. heard about this drama other than you vaguely mentioning that he was accused of assault. He was accused of a lot of sexual misconduct. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, there were like multiple things. And I believe with all minors. Oh, fun. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it, Evo it, is like things like Smash Brothers and stuff are there. And fighting games like that, or just in general, tend to attract somewhat of a, a younger crowd at times. So, yeah. But, like, yeah, all the companies yeah, pulled I, out of it. Like, it was canceled after all the companies started pulling out. Yeah, Capcom pulled out after which Street Fighter. Mortal Kombat pulled out also. And Mortal Kombat is probably one of the bigger games with the best netcode, if, mm. if you guys care about that. That pulled out. And, yeah, it's... um. 
so the the guy, Mr. Wizard, Joey Cruller, he's uh, he, he not, not not to say anything bad before all this happened, but he, how he was handling evil before all this allegations even popped out was very questionable to say the least. Because I just I I don't agree with how evil was being run with certain way of certain things even before that and yeah like it, it it's very interesting to see how if evo is going to continue on from this the the only major fighting game tournament that happened was japan evo and he he doesn't really have any pull with that that's mm-hmm. just for the japanese crowd and that's for all the anime games and stuff like that so it's it's sad that this happened <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I, I hope Evo can recover because Evo is the biggest thing for the fighting game community and the FGC as a whole. It it just sucks because this was coming after all the Smash allegations was coming out too, and that didn't really help anything at all either. Just in general, like the whole gaming like industry starting like even before it's probably been at least a month or two now of like heavy things coming out like you remember about like two, three weeks ago i think it was um it was people coming forward about a lot of like um i know a lot of it was with um youtubers twitch streamers people big people in the community like that i think there were some from were there some more allegations from like people in like game studios as well yeah certain game studios i'm I am very, very surprised that the guy from what was it, um, Borderlands, Randy Pitchford, Randy Pitchford has not been affected by any of this. I'm so surprised by all this. Almost untouchable because people found um, a USB drive full of pornography at a Renaissance themed restaurant of his, and I mean, like, there's like everyone already knows how like terrible Randy Pitchford is, and he's just like still sitting on his throne. Like, I don't think. I really don't know what it would take to finally get him in trouble for the shit he's done. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. It, all this from uh, from British wrestling starting up, from all that, from all things. The whole speak up community has been uh, very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 really unfortunate that it often takes someone with a very big following to come out first and then everybody else feels safe to come out. And I think it's really sad that that's the case. Not that like it has to be that way, Hmm. but if the smaller voices started coming out first, there could be 10 of them, 20 of them, but it's not until somebody with a bigger following of anything says something that people are going to actively listen. Hmm. So I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the, the people that do step out and say that because it does make it safe for everybody else to come out too. But yeah. it's it It just it takes one big person to fall for yeah. anyone else to get any traction on their stuff. Yeah. And I mean it's just like no And that's why like, I think people get upset because they're like, oh it comes out in waves and this and this and this and I'm like, well yeah it has to because you don't listen to it other times. Mm-hmm. You know. Like it's nothing new. It's just people yeah. have known but no one was doing anything about it. So you get a lot of the backlash people saying like, well now it's a problem. Like, no, it's always been a problem. It's just it's just no, no one, one would listen cared. before. Yeah, no mm-hmm. no one would care about it beforehand. Yeah. Because then it just looks like a lot of people are like, well, you're just trying to defame them. No, no. No, this has been an issue for a while, but you can't. 
listen. It, yeah. So like anyway. it was like yeah, like British wrestling started it, and then it moved over to like gaming industry, like game developers, um, game like um people on Twitch, pe- like content creators, and now it's going back towards like um game event organizers. So I'm just wondering too. I just I don't want to even speculate, but I'm always wondering like if Evo had someone in there high up, like the, like the boss basically where this was happening. I'm wondering what if it's going to hit like the speedrun community next, like actually hitting them like with like a GDQ or an ESA level event. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me because there are 110 percent speedrunners yeah. who have even on camera done suspect things. Hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, so it's. It's sad that all these things are happening, and I feel f- very, very sad for all the people that had to go through this. But mm. it's I'm happy it's finally coming to light, though. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's coming not, to light. Yeah. It's just, I wish people would stop being shitheads to the victims on Twitter and stuff like just, that. Just, just I wish it was every safe. Twitter I wish to have their opinion of it. Like, it was when I was reading something today. It was it's not exactly related to this, but it was just something while we were while we were recording. Where someone came forward about someone, and then it was like, oh, so now ten years later, or like you know, so many years later, and now it's, um, now it's a problem. Now it's considered, you know, assault or something like that. And the person, like the follow up, everyone is like, the person who is being accused admitted that they interacted with this person while they were drunk. Like it's legally not consent. Uh-huh. It's legally not consent. And well, they're just and- like they don't accept that as an answer. I'm like it's the truth though. Yeah, it's legally not. If you are intoxicated, you cannot give give consent. Yep. Well, and the other thing about, like, coming out 10 years later is, one, sometimes it can take some time to process that, and you may mm. not have even realized, like, it, it's, I, I remember, I, this is a little personal, but I remember being 14 years old and going to county fairs and having people who were much, much older than I was make passes at the group of friends I'm with. And I think I was the only one who was like, this is, this is weird. Cause it's like, sometimes it doesn't hit you how wrong it is until later. And then you speak out or alternatively, you know, it's wrong at the time, but you have no backing and you have no voice because Mm -hmm. you get the, what was this? And what was this? And what was this? Who's going to believe a 14 year old girl? Exactly. She's just making it up to get attention. He's just doing Mm -hmm. it to get attention because teenagers are just doing things to get attention. And yeah, so it sometimes that's why it doesn't come out until later because no one feels safe speaking up. Mm. So anyway. I'm wondering what's I'm I'm really curious if there's going to be any more like how much more is going to come out now? Because it seems like it seems like we're definitely at like the floodgates are open part. Yeah, it like I said, it it hit the Smash community first, and then it started trickling over to the figureheads here. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if like this, the lower speed running communities or speed running content creators that have been doing questionable things, they start getting a little bit slammed first. From something I read it's... about the speedrun community, one of the things right now is people are trying to decide whether or not they should keep people who have been banned and are known abusers if they should be deleting their runs from the board. And some people are like really objectionable, like objecting against that. It's like, but why should they still be allowed to be around in this community in some presence? If they've been banned from like all major platforms 
why should they still be on this platform? Right. Why should they still be able to submit? Why should they still be able to have their times up? Right. No, that's, yeah, that's that's an interesting question. Because it, it begs into, if you consider, well, if you consider speedrunning a type of sport, it mm-hmm. starts to come into our sports figures and whatnot. Are they stripped of their titles and kind of things that they have kind of taken away from them? Mm-hmm. Because if it is, then yeah, that should definitely be taken away. Yes, yeah, that's certain, a consequence. Certain of the Smash community people were getting rid of their sponsors and some certain championship titles. Yeah, or accolades that they held were getting taken away. It, it's getting very interesting to the fact that next year's Smash community is probably only going to be one big name because everyone's getting pointed out. Mm-hmm. It's really, this has really been a year, hasn't it? Because we're at the halfway point. Oh, yeah, it is. This has definitely been a very, I'm I'm really wondering, too, with everyone being kind of like. Well, that was something I was going to mention. I I think I, well, okay, finish your thought before I predict it. I would say, like, like it's really been kind of like, you can kind of tell people are kind of, um, not that they're like, this is why it's kind of because they're stuck at home, but a lot of people have been like, life has changed so much a lot of people are self-reflecting and like you know going through like i think a lot trapped with their thoughts i don't know how to describe this other than like yeah it's like you're like i'm trapped in like in my thoughts too in a way like even though i'm always home like not being able to go out stuff like that and then like so like i'm just constantly thinking about stuff things come back up with this all coming out more thoughts have come out for me of things that happened to me when i was younger stuff like that so like Uh It's definitely been a weird time because people are fin- are like, with more people having, I guess, time for themselves in a way, and time to like think and not be able to do anything, a lot of, they're kind of putting, I guess, I don't know how to properly explain this without it sounding weird or something, but like, this has been such an odd year that like everything's kind of all coming out because everyone's very overwhelmed and stressed in a way. I think there's so there's a lot of like unspoken trauma just from the state of the world Uh and I don't think people know how to process it and like there's nothing they can really do about that trauma but trauma stirs up other trauma Mm -hmm. so I think that's another reason too because we are in a traumatic state of being constantly so it's obviously I think other things are going to come to light just because we're we're there. You know. Yeah, I think a combination of the emotional state and also a combination of the unique state that this presents. For us as as gaming content creators on Twitch and YouTube, the idea of sitting in front of a computer and spending a lot of our time on the computer is something natural for us. But there are a lot of people who, for all we know, this is like the dawn of, of new civilization for them where they're like, whoa, there's social media and like is like people on the internet and they and they do things there's forums and and this is like them dipping their toes into it and finally having an opportunity as well to just um potentially use it use these platforms for the first time i'm not necessarily talking about this and addressing to like people coming out with with their problems but when we're talking mm-hmm. about the toxicity and vitriol that's showing up in a lot of these forums the way mm-hmm. some of the people talk it's almost as though they're people who haven't learned the internet etiquette that has been like common courtesy for the past 10 to 15 years that's just kind of mm. what developed over time right almost as though they mm-hmm. weren't there for it and now they have to learn it the way all of us did 
on what's okay to say, what's not okay to say, what's... I don't know. I'm speculating here, but I do think that there are at least some people out there who, you know, now they have free time, and they've never used their time like this before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. But yeah. Is that the only thing about Evo? Yeah. <laughs> As of right now. I was gonna... That, that was the main thing. So, so people, be nice. Be nice to each yeah, other. Yeah, please just be yeah. nice. Yeah. It costs we'll nothing. Be attacking voice actors or actresses for something that was out of their freaking control. Kindness costs yeah. nothing. It costs like, nothing. Yes. And even, um, what's the name of the dude that was, that wrote it? Um, Who wrote Last of Us? Oh, I don't know who Who's wrote it. Neil Druckmann. Neil Druckmann. Yeah. Oh, okay. Even Neil Druckmann. Don't go and harass him for writing the character like that because they are fictional characters. Yeah. Fictional yeah. characters. They are fictional characters. Do not get mad Try at people to... about fictional characters. Yeah. You can be you upset, are but very like, you can't be connected like... to JPEGs. I know I understand waifu and husbando theory <laughs> there, but they are still characters. Yeah. You can, it's I not love their fault. Yeah. You can voice your disdain for what happened in a game or any form of media, but don't send death threats to the people who wrote it or yeah. performed in it or had anything to do with it. I, I do hope that there ends up being some kind of weird offshoot category of education in the future called husbando theory, even if it has nothing to do with it. <laughs> you can get a degree I in mean, Simpsonsology. You can it's get a Ultima you can, games. You can, uh, <laughs> Ultima games. There's, there's courses on degree about Ultima. Yeah. Honestly, the college I went to, I probably could have made that a, a, a major and then just like literally done even less with my life than I'm doing now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so did we want to go to questions? Yes, let's move on to questions. <laughs> <laughs> now for questions. Uh, these are pulled from my server. My name is Kyoto Hunter on there. You can just find a link to my Discord server anywhere, or you can post them, tweet them at me, or even post them on my Patreon page in the things when I post stuff. So feel free to ask, and I will look through them. Um, we have a few different ones today. Um, I'll get one out of the way now so we can finish talking about games and then be a bit more... Um, be a bit more general after that. Um, the first one for that is from Black Shotgun. Wondering thoughts on Animal Crossing's new update? Not enough updates. Too many updates. How about jumping off the pier now so you can't fence in people for turnips? I'm gonna answer that first one now. Who's still buying turnips? I am. Like, like we all like at least me. Like, I'm never buying turnips again because I have enough money to do whatever so, I want in that game. For yes, forever. but I keep forgetting to wake up on Sundays. Like. I think we're at that point now where like it's you not such a big generally, it's not such a big rush to get them anymore. I gen- it is a big Sorry. deal to me. <laughs> I, but, like, I you're not lining up with like it's not before like you know at the height of like honestly we're at like the downslope of the popularity of Animal Crossing. It's not at the height where someone's like I have you know 600 bell turnips and then like they have like you know lines of people. And, like, I don't people know. It's that way on turnip exchange. Like if it's what it's that way on turnip exchange because well, that's where I go less now. People are playing the game now. But, like, if you look before, like, people would post to my Discord server all the time. Like, yeah. oh, my turn up to this, this, this. One person has done that in two weeks. Yeah. Mm. Like, it's just because no one's... I don't... Not as many people are still doing the turn up game. If they are, it's because they have a gambling problem or they still <laughs> need that achievement. Well, see, I'm but doing it. I'm doing it because... <laughs> so, it's me, girl child, my kindergarten child, my oldest, and and uh, Scott playing. Now, oldest and Scott 
never play. They have houses set up they've never played, and I have gotten permission from them to build a log cabin and a beach house. And so I am paying off their houses, and then I'm also helping kindergarten child pay off his houses, which is why I'm still buying turnips. Are you supporting, like, a family of of six? I am. With income. (laughs) With one income. (laughs) Yep. That is is what's happening here. One income of turnips is supporting this entire family in this world. Yep. I am. I'm, but I'm not even like supporting them. I am literally just building houses the way I want to build houses. Mm. So it's just that's what's funny the way it came by. I'm like they all have these houses, so I'm paying off their houses and everything. I am. But like, unless you have like a massive project like that, <laughs> like I feel like most people have trailed off enough that like like I don't know. Like I've never run into a thing with turnips where I like had a like you know fence people off from doing anything i haven't ever put them out on my island what i did the last time i bought them was i literally went onto each character's account and bought them but they're like all stored in a room in the house what they mean by this people offer turnips is by keep keeping people out they're like you know i have like 87 bell turnips they'd fence them in but now you can jump off the piers so you can get around that line type of thing but if you fence it in all on land they still can't get it in i would never fence them in on like the beach but they can still get around is the thing you can't completely fence it in anymore so if i have it like in the very middle of my island where there's no access to the ocean you'd have to honestly terraform your island in a way where they couldn't get back up easily like get to where your store is that's so weird because I would think like if I put them in the middle of my island where there's no access to the ocean and put a fence around it, they wouldn't be able to get in there. Honestly, if this is what I'm reading it for, maybe it's just people need to be pick better people to let in. Like people need to be better about buying turnips and stuff. Like if it's really gotten to the point where people are still being awful about it, kick them out of your town. Well, yeah. And that's that's in. going back to just be nice. It costs nothing. Don't be a, don't be a dick. Like, I'm the type of person that I will ask the person before and after I get into their town if I can do multiple trips. Hey, I do that too, care. yeah. I always but, like, a- I'll ask, ask if them, I can like, do that. Thing, like, can I do two trips? And they're like, that's fine. And they'll get there. I'm like, are you sure it's fine? I'm going to leave and come back. Like, yep. yeah, it's fine. Like, I don't understand how it can be that hard to not have this, like, just waiting your turn type of yeah. thing. Yep. Or even... And I, I do that. And I also, like, offer to water flowers in addition to leaving a tip. So... Yeah. I... But honestly, I've pretty much fallen off Animal Crossing because... Which kind of, I don't know if you guys really have any other thoughts on, on the thing with the turnips, but... No. Like, thoughts on the new update? Is not enough updates, too many updates? It's too many... I don't think there's too many, but the thing is they should just... The most recent update is a basic feature from the last game, and they made a big deal about it. You could always swim and get sea critters in New Leaf, and that was a an update I can't... I mean, I don't know. As somebody who happily swallowed the pills that were in the Sims series... I can't exactly be upset at a free update that gives me back features. Even if they did make a big deal out of it, it was free, so I'm not going to complain. Yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, it is free, but the thing is, they're giving out updates and making big deals of this, but the thing is, adding sea critters is basically just like adding four new fish for the month. Like, yeah. there's, like, only so many you can get, but there's nothing to do while you're swimming. Like, you can pick up, what is it, you get a clam or something like that, and you can sell it to the otter that comes by and he'll give you like a mermaid DIY. Yeah. I don't care about that at all. I don't care. Give me something to do. Give me like a race thing or something to do with swimming, like race against my animals or something else to do that wasn't a thing in the last game. I know. Game. Could you imagine if they had like a Wave Race 64 jet ski minigame now? Like you're still roped <laughs> off it so far in the island. It's just like give me something else to do. I'd take a Wave Race jet ski race thing. 
It's just like swimming for me who played a lot of like, you know, 150 hours of New Leaf. I'm just like, yawn, I've done this before. Yeah, I guess, I mean, so I trailed off as well, but the only reason was because of having gotten busy with other things. Uh, life's been busy. But in terms of like my enjoyment of the game, I still enjoy it. I still want to go back to it and, and kind of immerse myself in that content. But also, I have only ever played Animal Crossing New Horizons. So as a new player to the series... And that's series, how I am too. Yeah. That's how I am too. I mean, and also played, like... like the previous games, it's like... It's kind of just waiting for basic stuff to come back right now. Yeah. And that's, and I understand that because my kiddo has said the same thing. But like for, for me, it still, it still holds a very comforting thing. And I actually read something today where if it's something that people, when they have anxiety, they do is they rewatch things or they replay certain things. And I'm like, oh, then mm. this is exactly why I find this really comforting is because even though it's, the exact same thing it's something that's familiar and i can go back to it and i don't need to put a lot of effort into it like it took me i got xenoblade and it took me a while to start it like i gave myself a little bit of barriers to start it because i was like okay once you accomplish x y and z then you can immerse yourself in this and then the first time i played it i was like this is really overwhelming so i only played it for like an maybe a half hour and then i was like okay i'm done because this is really overwhelming <laughs> so so like I think it's they need to do more substantial updates for like I, you guys thinking that like swimming is a real cool thing. It still doesn't add much to it. No, like I would agree me, with that. I would like agree with that. Give me that, and then like if they're gonna do these updates, make an update for everything at the same time. Like oh, here's the first summer update, and this one will also come with a new update for the shop, the museum, and like I don't know, give it Labelle shop or something another update. Like give me more than just oh here's a small basic feature. Give me if you're gonna give me an update. Give me more. Give me more at one time. Because if you're just going to do the Splatoon arms thing where they trickle out a little bit once or every couple months, I, I've lost interest. Like, and that's... Like, and I, think, I think they're trying to prevent that, and I don't think it's working. Because they should know by now. Because, like, with Splatoon, they did this. We're like, oh, here's a new map added in. But I'm like, this is the only... You edit a map and five pieces of gear every six weeks. Like, that's that's nothing. And then, like... Arms added a new character every five to six weeks, which was fine, but it's like most people dropped off after month two. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to do this more often, especially because if most of the stuff's already done, then you need to move this thing along. Because like I'm coming from a game where I already had you know four updates for the main store. We're on two. Yeah. Where you get the basic store and then one store above that. I think at this point, um, yeah. the museum paintings were just a standard. If not, they updated it to get paintings very quickly. So red was already there. Oh, I so cannot stand standard. red. So like, there's just so much stuff that I'm waiting for them to add in from the previous game that we know is coming. The only other thing that they like that was like leaked before was like possibly being able to do farming stuff. I'm like, just give me that. Mm-hmm. I have certain areas that are roped off that I'm not doing anything with until I know what else is coming in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I I see what you're saying, and I kind of agree with that because it does feel like people are losing interest and. If it hasn't worked for Splatoon games, I don't know why they're doing this with doing it with this, but I do think Nintendo has a habit of like this is the way we've always done it for this game, so we're just going to do it for everything, you know. It's like releasing or being able to port Game Boy content or anything like that to the Switch. Hmm. They're literally like missing out on a huge market because there are people that would buy these games and I don't know if they don't have the capability to do it or they're just like not prioritizing it. I just don't think they it. want to. I honestly just think Nintendo's like 
Like, because the longer they hold off to do it, then they're like, oh my god, here are N64 games again. You guys have been waiting a while for these, haven't you? We're like, yeah, it's been a decade. Yeah. Because, like, they know if they, like, edge people enough, then when they finally have the payoff for it, it'll be, it'll, like, you know, be beneficial for them. Like, when they took forever to re-release the Pokemon Game Boy games. Right. Took forever. Those basic features they added in there of, like, being able to link trade wirelessly, those had been in emulators for years. Yeah. So, Yeah. Any other thoughts I, on this? On the Animal uh, Crossing, I did have one question no. for the the mm-hmm. the people who've played uh, earlier Animal Crossings. Has it been a standard in Animal Crossing that you had the kind of you know a, an NPC visitor every so often, like periodic, or was it mostly just Animal Crossing villagers moving in or out, and any of the NPCs were more or less mm-hmm. standard with your village? So. I, as far back as the original one, I can't remember exactly, but I know with Wild World, and I think the original, you had Katrina who came by to give you fortune telling, um, KK Slider was always there, Gracie would come by to check out, like, she had, LaBelle replaced Gracie, um, where, like, they would check out your outfit and stuff like that, Red would come by and sell you paintings, okay. um, certain things, like, in the winter, you'd build a snowman, if you built him well, or depending on how you did it, he would give you furniture, like, these things are normal. Okay. They've always right, been there. That makes sense. I'm getting frustrated that certain NPCs I've been waiting for haven't been showing up on the days that I'm playing, but that's just because I don't play every day. Uh, Flick and CJ? Red? Uh, I'm uh, No, I'm actually waiting for... I actually got Flick and CJ recently, and it's funny because I've been waiting... Previously, I was waiting forever for Flick. And I was like, God damn, I need to sell bugs to you, and you haven't shown up for, like, over a month. <laughs> Um, but now I'm trying to just do like a goofy video for YouTube and I cannot for the life of me get Gulliver. And that's insane to me because I had so oh, much time with Gulliver in like yeah. two weeks at least, or I haven't had him in about a month, yeah. I'd say. Yeah, same. I haven't seen him in like forever. I load up my game the other day and I had no visitors. At least I could not find them. I was running around. It was nighttime, so they shouldn't have, but they don't despawn. I'm like, no Gulliver, no Flick, no CJ. No LaBelle. No, no Celeste. Leaf. No one was Isn't that there. normal? Most most days out. I don't have... No. Really? You're supposed to have a visitor every day? I almost never find it. Okay, day. so I... Maybe I'm just really bad at, at searching. Because I swear to God, most days I do not have visitors. You're supposed to... And like, uh, you also can get a campsite villager randomly too. Every six days, the chance of getting a villager goes up 20%. If you have not used an amiibo card. Like um, a vil- uh, camper. Oh, wow. Yep, yep, yep. I'm going to have to check it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, for yeah, wrap so, up on the Animal Crossing, anyone else with that? Nope, or... I'm, I'm good. good. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Okay. I'm, I'm, I don't have really complaints as of right now. Okay. Next question. I just want more pain. Yeah, he's just like, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, they're awful. Animal Crossing's fun. I'm having fun. Stop being mad. <laughs> it's not uh, bad. I just want penguins. <laughs> Alright, so next question we had was from Puddin' Cup, and then there is a follow-up immediately from Tiuri. Um, what is better, scoring system, 1 out of 5 or 1 out of 10? Um, personally, as video games, it doesn't really seem to matter what their scoring system is. It's like 0 or 10, and I think we should just stick by it's terrible, it's amazing, because it seems to work for everyone, right? <laughs> what are the in-betweens, it's terrible and it's amazing? Um, honestly, the way games go, if it doesn't get a, between a 9 and a 10, um, people think it's a terrible game. It could get an 8.5 be like, well, this game sucks. Which like, isn't um, fair is because, Fam- like, there's a lot... Troy like- Baker famously complained about Uncharted 4 getting an 8.5. He's like, it's not a bad game. It's like, it's not a bad score, you <laughs> idiot. 
It's no, that's 8. not a bad 5. score. No, but but this I'm is sorry. If you got an eighty-five on a test, was that a fail? No, it was but a this B. this has Idiot. actually been the standard for a a very long time. So the first thing that I would weigh on, in my opinion, on this is scoring systems don't work. Most mediums should do away with using a numerical scoring system and count on their viewers and or readers and or watchers to readings hard just... timber. Yeah, people people are stupid and they just want to see is it good or not. I... They want to see a a physical aspect but you can't of boil down. You can't boil is it down good? a piece and of I... art into a number. Um, but timber, I I like where you're it's, going. It's with unfortunate, this. but like that's how a lot of people see it. It they don't. They don't think of it as art. They just think it's right. entertainment yeah. and is the entertainment worth my time. And also, I, you for sure, I need to see a physical I thing. I like where you're going with this, Timber, but another problem with it is, like, if you go towards that route and you start relying on user reviews, nobody wants to review it. They will only review it if it's terrible. Nobody, like, nobody leaves positive reviews. Well, like, it's also just really satisfying to see a number. Just like, is this good or not? I don't want to read your stupid essay about this thing. I don't care about your kids and you telling me all about all of your stuff. And I'm just going to say this name randomly because this is the name I usually pick. I don't care about your kids, Stacy. Just tell me how to make the goddamn cake. I don't care. <laughs> and that's how that they usually do things. Because they have to give Whoa! you the thing. It's like, like, I don't care about your kids, Stephen Totillo. Just tell me if this game is a nine or not. I will be signing off. <laughs> no, it's just a name of, that's just the tip. I'm sorry. That's just the typical white woman name that I'd see on a mom blog. Tell me about like, Excuse tell, me, me? tell me everything that like Absidy did today, you know, at his, you know, high, his like, high status daycare he went to even though he's two and doesn't need to go to it and then she tells you about her life and you're just like just tell me how to make the cake stacy i don't care about absidy i just want to make the i cake. definitely like you ever you ever look up a like look up a recipe and you're just like where is the recipe how do i, make I this? do like, that man, but i have never stuff, seen then, one of those like, people named stacy that's just the default white woman name i pick okay it's like Keith or Chad. Wow. Oh, man. I do. So. What? Do you want to say the other one I pick is fucking Mike? It's like, Mike, shut up. I don't care. Is this a good <laughs> IPA or not, Mike? I definitely get where you're coming from. It is something that I adopted personally in my as, as the, the way that I do my reviews. Uh, so I, I do have reviews on my channel and they are. I never put a score on them. Uh, not a goof score, not a, not a, a real score with just a number. Like I just, I just hope that the viewer watched the video and they understood what I told them. And that was my opinion. If, if they didn't do that, then they probably should have just looked at steam reviews (laughs) instead of looking for someone who actually bothered to put in the effort to draft up an entire narrative for everything. I mean, for, for, for video, video content, I kind of understand where you're coming from, but a lot of the things as of right now is written. So if you were to write your entire thing out and post it on a, a website or a blog or something like that. I don't know if people are going to be so gripped right. by it. Yeah. Without a, a a certain thing of, is it a thumbs up? Right. Or and, is it's, it and it's thumbs been down, with that too, or is it a thumbs Like the thumbs up, thumbs down, like recommended. Metacritic takes Kotaku's recommended as a hundred percent and not recommended 50, as yeah. a fifty. It's yeah. Even though that that doesn't make any sense at all, and a thumbs up, thumbs down would be the same, fifty or a hundred. 
Uh, I think the it has been a standard for a long time, though. Back when I I don't remember if it was here or, or somewhere else that I mentioned perusing archive.org, which uh, they're having some interesting legal suits right now as well, which is unfortunate. But uh, well, it's because a lot of their archives are full to filled up like pirated content. Yeah, but they so they did have a bunch of old magazines of like gaming reviews from the '90s. And what I found fascinating in there is there was there's actually an article in that magazine talking about the coveted nine, which is the notion that if your game did not get a nine in one of those gaming magazines in the 90s, it meant it flopped because mm-hmm. a nine is the only thing that sold. Mm-hmm. Like literally, if you went through the catalog and read the games that were listed there, the only names that I look I would look at in there and be like, oh, yeah, I remember that game. It had a nine. <laughs> if it had an eight, it was an obscure game I never heard of. Right? Like it was it was always like just night and day whether or not it existed. <laughs> it needed to have a nine. That reminds me, there's this Twitter account when it's called IGN Worse Than, that's their at, and it's what IGN thinks is worse than Fortnite. Because people are so fo- fixated on one, everyone hates Fortnite because that's the meme. I don't I really don't understand why everyone hates it that much. And then, like, the fact that Fortnite got a 9.6. So Hmm. someone made this account back in May, and it just tweets out every, I want to say it's at least once a day, every few hours, um, things IGN thinks are worse than Fortnite. (laughs) So, like, anything that got under a 9.6 gets tweeted out by this account. (laughs) Because people are that... I'm looking at. I'm looking at this. They're that that salty about things. Fire Emblem um, Three Houses is worse than Fortnite. Stardew Valley is worse than Fortnite. Super Metroid is worse than Fortnite. Fire Emblem Three Houses is terrible in a way. Sonic Adventure 2 Battle got a 6.9. I think Ocarina of Time is still above it. Donkey Kong Country is worse than Ocarina of Time. Still a better game than Fortnite. Uh, Ocarina of Time 3D is worse than Fortnite because they got a 9.5. Isn't yeah. Isn't also there? There is also a scoring fallacy that develops when a publication or really anybody lasts for long enough that at the start of their their transition they go, okay, guys, this was a phenomenal game. This is a ten out of ten for me. So you know what happens from that point forward? Mm-hmm. They go, okay, well, this was a phenomenal game too, but was it as phenomenal as the last phenomenal I had? Because you got to compare it to the previous work that you saw, because that's your basis of comparison. Which eventually, it's not yep. fair to compare. Like it's really not fair to compare Fortnite to right. Ocarina of Time. Like they're completely like, to different. Even yeah. com- put those like the only thing that is in the Venn diagram that is the same is it is a video game, and there is a first person or there is a shooting ability of something in the game. Those are the two things you can move the stick to move your character forward. They are the same thing. It's the same reason why there's never going to be a better shooter than Team Fortress 2. Okay. Oh, both Majora's Masks are worse oh, than man. <laughs> so, IGN tweeted out on the 4th, Diddy Kong Racing is underrated, send tweet. So this count, screenshot of their review, Diddy Kong Racing got an 8.4, and then they put it, you know it's underrated when IGN gave it a lower score than 48. <laughs> <laughs> so they got, they got back at them. <laughs> Also, Donkey Kong, or Diddy Kong Racing sucks. You it's just a terrible don't game. Like, just like most Donkey Kong You just Kong don't games. like the gorillas. I like Donkey Kong Tropical okay. Freeze. Do you like country? Do you I like, like, the you like King Kong? Uh, 
So I'm not really big on them. I do like Jungle Beat, though. All right. Okay. What about... Okay. What about Ducky Conga? Um, I do, but it's also terrible. <laughs> the, the game's okay. it's impossible to play that now. It's really impossible to play Donkey Kong now because you can't adjust the latency. The uh, that reminds me, you gotta. The game is not meant we, to be played we, on anything that's not a standard definition TV. We should play the the Mario Golf for the GameCube. Oh, because the monkey noise that they, that they make in that game is just. Can you play Amazing. that multiplayer through Dolphin online? I've never done anything online with Dolphins, oh. so that's like a whole new can of worms for me. But Well, it's it's golf, so you take turns. <laughs> oh, wait, sorry, I did have a follow-up to that question. Chiri asks, why is the best scoring system 1 to 3? I mean, that honestly that honestly is a better system yeah, than all the other ones. Yeah, you got great, okay, recommended, bad. Recommended with caveats, mm-hmm. terrible. Like it really is. What about zero? Can we can we input zero into that? Zero, I think, would only be there is is this game literally does not work. Hmm. There would have to be something so so like Tomb Raider. Yes, or some something literally so game breaking in it that it does not work, or it's like that's why I would (laughs) Donkey Kong sixty four without the expansion pack. (laughs) Yes, but the problem with a the problem with a three uh, the three point scoring system is that then you start having these okay. It's good, but with caveats, and then people, and then you end up with a lot of caveats in there that may not necessarily apply for everybody. Like if you were the as the reviewer went, boy, you know what I hate? Straw. I'm giving this an okay because there was a a, a haystack in this game, and I just freaking hate haystacks. And like zero percent, got all zero percent of the all the Harvest Moon games. <laughs> that person gave them like thumbs down. This had a haystack. Um. So really, <laughs> so you can see how that would be problematic for the average person who's just like combing through and being like, oh, okay, so this guy said it was just okay. It's like, no, it's a phenomenal game if you don't okay. care about haystacks. Someone tried to convince me that the okay sound from Donkey Kong 64 was him saying donkey. I'm like, he's saying okay. It's clear as day on there. Why would he say donkey? Why would he say that? Why would he say that? Because he wants to say donkey with a D-U-N-K-E-Y. Dude, I don't know. Grant Grant Kirkhope has been quoted with saying a lot of crazy stuff. He plays stuff. Donkey Kong, right? So, so, I mean, personally, I do a 10-point system. On my Twitter, I've been randomly just critiquing things of things that I've been reading or playing or watching. I use a 10-point system. But on my site, we use a 5-star system. Because stars are easier. We don't do point threes or anything like that because I, I can't do a third colored star. I don't know where that is. So, but We don't do it because I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do it because I don't know how. And because the other two Bobos probably aren't going to be doing like, Oh, I like this one song, but the rapping in it and it's just awful. So I'm going to take point seven off of it. Yeah, then they're, they're not going to do against I, I know for a fact. I really like... <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> One more question, I think. Oh, no, no, we have two more questions. Next one's more serious from Fatal Framing. Once coronavirus plateaus and there's some normalcy back, do you think the big gaming companies will want to go back to announcement conferences like E3? Or do you think the cycle of online live reveals and stuff will be continued? Seeing as Nintendo doesn't do live performances anymore and Sony has just been kind of like, nah, dude. Honestly, I think this is just going to be how it's going to be. E3 so has too. like 
it's been on life support for like three years now. Like once Nintendo pulled out and did well and everyone saw like shit, we can do that. And then EA started having its like day of play thing or whatever. And then Sony pulled out and then Microsoft's like, we don't have games anyway. Like it's just been easier for people to like do their own things. And like, it's so much easier and cost effective to just pull up a game developer on Zoom, Discord call and just have them talk to someone on like a video thing. It's not as exciting definitely yeah but it's like, not as exciting like e3 I, is not for us anyway everyone's like oh you know for us but most people don't know about e3 in the grand scheme of things it's meant for developers yeah. to go like it's it's like meant for developers and stuff and like publishers to like circle jerk but yeah there's like really there's no real point to it i don't think there's really a point to having these conferences anymore like I, i'd rather them go into the digital events and just have a like a like like a not a drip free but like you know my Nintendo did like any like a direct like every two to three months. I'd rather have that. I'd rather know throughout the day, the year what's going on instead of yeah. like, well, let me wait until next year. Oh, this was all the announcements for the year. Well, the thing I want is not coming out, so I don't care anymore. And well, now they feel a bit more free about when they announce things because they're like, well, you know, this game's done. It's going to be out in five months. And we're like, okay, that's enough time. Before you just had to hope they announced it at E3, and if it wasn't announced, it wasn't coming out. Well, and not only that, like with things being online, my only my only issue with it being online is sometimes they have the live conferences when everybody's at work because you know they have to work out mm. what's with their schedule, and so people will miss it. But it's they would miss the live conference, like the in person conference, the same way. So it mm. it doesn't really matter i think i think it's more i think it's easier and more cost effective to do it virtually so i think we'll probably have of some try and come back in a few years we'll probably try and do another one again and see if that picks back up yeah but like at least i think since this year will is like basically the testing the waters to see how it goes without it and like e3 was already well, having people pull out so like yeah E three was on life support regardless, and then it was going to be on major life support after Jeff Keighley pulled out. So, um, I think E three is still going to continue as a little bit as the thing of hey, we're going to do the where you're going to introduce new games and all that stuff to a physical for a press side. But I think we'll also be doing these a lot of these digital bits here and there kind of like what we've been doing with with the whole virus thing coming on so like just like a nintendo direct and what sony's been to kind of doing too but i think that's uh i mean that's pretty much it for that one you uh-huh. think all right well let's finish up we had one more question and it was putting cup asking how to become famous like you i want to be a star but thank you so much for watching <laughs> or for listening to potasaurus Pink, i'll take us out of here <laughs> Didn't we answer this last time? And didn't we ask to do a a, a follow up of what do you mean? Depends on. Yeah, I was. That was gonna say. This is the question where we were like, "What do you mean by famous?" Because there's good famous and bad famous. I'm trying to see if we can find that. That might have been a while back. It was a couple but, months back. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it d- defined famous for us, and the geese still aren't back. Yeah. Yeah, Fango, go ahead and take us out of here. All right. Kyo, since you're speaking, where can we find you? Um, you can find me all over the place on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, MySpace, even at Kyoto Hunter. I do a series on YouTube called Retrosource, which I'm going to be bumping up to a weekly show and changing up a little bit Ooh. on there to try and make it more consistent. 
I'm also doing, uh, I'm going to try and do a couple of series of Let's Plays on there as well, of things I wouldn't typically, uh, my phone went off in the middle of that, of things I typically wouldn't play on Twitch that I still want to go through in some capacity. Um, what was else was I going to say with that? I did have, oh, um, I'll, I'm going to put something at the beginning of this, but I'm going to be part of a charity stream with my um, Twitch team, um, Team Redirect. It's going to be on the 18th of this month, which is not this Friday, next Friday. So the week this goes up, that, no, sorry, that Saturday. So the 18th of July, um, I will be doing at some point in a block, I'll be playing about a three hour block of a game. I'm well, my favorite game. That's just what's up there right now. I will let them announce that later. And um, I'll be on throughout the day as well with it, but it's to benefit St. Jude. So if you're interested, come definitely check that out. It's at the team redirect on Twitch. Um, you can find them on Twitter. I'll repost and um, retweet their stuff going out here soon. And I'll even see if I can get a forward before this uh, episode too. But yeah. How about you, you can find me on twitch.tv slash timbertaft where i will be streaming on wednesdays thursdays and saturdays from 9 p.m eastern you may also catch me on the off days if i'm doing uh something special that week i also have a youtube channel youtube.com slash timbertaft where i post all kinds of top tens reviews parodies and that sort of thing right now uh, i currently have a witcher 3 picnicking video that i'm working on uh, i did the streams for it over the past week and i'm working on kind of wrapping that video but uh, you should look forward to it. it's going to be a pretty fun video um that's a little bit different than what my standard content's been uh, i also have a twitter.com slash timbertaft handle where you can see uh my schedule and fun f- dumb things that i retweet and uh i think that that covered it yeah that, that's 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 all my things really um what about you ken you can find me on my japanese music based podcast ongaku do you uh we have several things you can find us on on the social links on twitter and the instagram look it up at ongaku do you we have a website where i do basic reporting about the japanese music industry and reviews and overall it's called ongaku do you.com you can follow me on Twitter at OTYKen1, where I just rant about Seiyus and Bang Dream and Final Fantasy XIV and minute critiques of the Japanese industry as a whole. So if you are interested in that, give me a follow. And where can we find you, Fangirl? Uh, you can find me on twitch.tv slash name, where I might just go ahead and stream Catherine because I really, Ooh. really, really want to play it. Uh tomorrow night i'm really intrigued by this um otherwise i am on twitter at slash at legend of no one where it is just a bunch of random nonsense uh lots of writing resources because i'm trying to get into the writing community there so yeah but thanks for listening have a good night you know ken when you said minute criteria you said it right but i i definitely I definitely kind of want to see you critique newts now. Bye. 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 What? Also, aloha. Bye.